Andrew Lloyd Webber's The Beastmaster is Broadway's newest smash sensation. I'm Dar, the Beastmaster. David Hasselhoff returns to Broadway as Dar, the Beastmaster. I seek vengeance against a cult leader. I'm Dar, the Beastmaster. I'm a little slave girl. Country singer Faith Hill stars as Kiri. Is there no one for me? I'm the beast master, my friends, a black panther. Your thoughts on bestiality. Nathan Lane and Matthew Broderick are reunited as the twin ferrets Kodo and Pono. Hey, Kodo! Hey, Pono! Where's Grodo? You, Dodo! Hakuna Matata! tap dancing kid Alfonso Ribeiro is a panther named Panther. These claws of mine dig into you and I make love to you. clock hit midnight and you turned to all the kids and you were like party over oops out of time i was not fred snyder in the 1990s he had much oh. more style than i did i think i was rocking like a george clooney from er haircut and like nice. some jean shorts probably if I, had to, if I had to guess what i was wearing it huh. at that y2k party maybe uh and then you were past raven shirts maybe 99 uh eh. Maybe an ECW shirt? I, I definitely owned an ECW shirt in 1999. That's a that's a great guess. ECFNW. I don't know that I would have been wearing it at, at a, a Kyle New Year's Greco Eve party, party, though. Right. I probably would have been wearing one of those sparkly button-ups like Chris Jericho was Ooh, wearing. Ooh, yeah, in day, yeah. Back in the day then, because, you know, you got to put some flair out there for the, for the big night. Yeah, absolutely. Man. Either way, whatever I was wearing was probably related to professional wrestling in some weird way. Yeah. That or the movie Swingers. Yeah, Swingers, baby. What They, that's a, they say a thing in there. We got real like, excited when I... Like, hey, Swingers, baby. You're so money and you don't even know it. That's what I keep trying to tell you. So Could you not mess with me right now? Baby, we're not messing We're not. A, a new clothes place opened in the mall that, that sold, like, upscaled... They were bowling shirts now, looking back, kind of what they were. But yeah, they're like, char- oh, man, they're kind of like those shirts they were in Swingers. Yeah. That's a pretty cool new store they opened in the mall there. Like, I don't understand why. Put those on and start acting like we're Swingers. Swingers was an acceptable thing. The guys thing from Swingers. For what? Was that like one year, two years? Where it, it was like. Didn't last it's, long. It's cool <laughs> if you dress like them. It's like. And then all of a sudden. Wife beater under a fucking yeah. bowling shirt. All of a sudden it turned into, those are Charlie Sheen shirts. <laughs> right, yeah. What happened? Unless you're going to be traveling the country looking for all the greatest diners, drive-ins, and dives, or you have tiger blood, you shouldn't be wearing those shirts, my man. That's true, Take it from me. I want to say late-era Matthew Perry got on that bandwagon. Late-era Friends. Yeah, I was going to say when he was uh, starting to get fat guy at the end of the Friends. On account of the Oxycontin. Yeah, because he had different eras. Real skinny guy with his head looked too big yeah. era, but then he had just like, oh god, I've filled out too much, and now right. I'm looking sort of that like was because uh, the Oxycons. an Alec Baldwin type era. Yeah. And- 
was a wild ride for him. How do you look Just on that Friends George reunion passed. they did recently? Oh, damn I'm it. sure that you watched that. I went to Florida the weekend that dropped, oh, and wow. I haven't had a chance missed, to watch it. It's the whole to-do, man. I'm, I'm going to watch any, it. That's all anybody's been talking about. I don't know how you've been out in the world. I got the H-Bogo. I'll watch it. people about H-Bo it. Max. Is that what it is now? I really liked when it was H-Bogo. H-Bogo. Yeah, it makes me feel like I'm going yeah. to get like a nice turkey sandwich or something. Yeah, like, but oh. instead, there's... TV shows to watch? Like, watch uh, fucking The Wire, and we'll throw in this episode of Curb Your Enthusiasm for free. What a deal. H-Bogo. Buy one, get one, no, baby. I saw, I saw the, the banner ad for that thing yeah. on the H, HBO Max when I was loading that up, and I was like... When you were looking for uh, Taxi oh, Cab Confessions. Oh, God, that's terrifying. It's, you're it's, like, a, they still haven't uploaded any silk stockings. Yeah, or wait, that was USA Network. You were like, get this... So they, Red, red Shoe Diaries. That was the other one. Get this Taxi fucking, Cab Confessions and Red Shoe Diaries. Get this back to back. 90s bullshit out of my way. I'm erotica. beating off to Taxi Cab Confessions. Horrified to see that they still hadn't uploaded any of that shit. Second, horrified to see that banner ad of the Friends reunion and all of their just clearly Damn. unmoving Botoxed to hell faces. Or I don't know. Maybe it was just tons of terrible Photoshop. And they don't look like such monsters yeah. in real life. I'm picturing them as looking like monsters in real life, Matt. All I'm saying is Ross is the pretty one now, so oh. you do the math. Oh, no. Yeah. What? They don't have taxicab confessions on there? I haven't actually searched, but I oh. would assume they're probably okay. not putting any of their erotica on They had there, it. Cause... They used to on H-Bogo. Really? Like they had a handful of those and a handful of real sexes. They I were just kind of like, yeah, this is a thing we did. In the day of streaming, they'd be like, oh, we're classier than that. That never happened. Don't look back into the Bullshit. past. Bullshit. You need to be playing that. That's how a young generation of perverts grew up learning anything about sex. These are all publicly traded companies Lord now. Lord knows they didn't teach anything Corporate in Corporate America schools. doesn't want anybody knowing about sex. That's this. Oh, man. What a bunch of squares. I'm going to tell you where you can't find sex. And that's in the this internet. little action extravaganza podcast palooza that we which call. So on the internet. Which is French for baby oil and blow, motherfucker. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to punch you in the face. It's going to knock up your daughter. It's going to steal the money, you know, off your fucking nightstand because it. we don't care. That's right. It don't care. Tug on your wang, flip your nipple. That's right. It's kind Real of... Real sex style. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah. Hell yeah. Real talk. I am one half of your hosts. I am Matt O. With me, as always, you, sir, who are you going to be? Hmm. We've talked about a lot of weird things. Only some of them have names, though. The hmm. Crypt Keeper to your Brian Ben Ben from Dream On. I like what you did there, okay. and I'm going to allow it. HBO on Life in the 90s. Look, don't start with me. The copy machine is out of toner. The coffee maker is hemorrhaging. And I think I'm getting an eye infection. I don't mean to interrupt your personal hell, but I was wondering if you might like to find me the Zimmerman manuscript. It's what I live for. Life in the 90s. Would anybody else see it quite like this? Dream on. A sexy new comedy series for grown-ups coming this summer only on HBO. You are Nate Adams. Ahoy, hoy, everybody. Very nostalgic opening to the show so far. Mm -hmm. I'm stuck in that space now where... Space Jam? You're excited for HBO Go's new Space Jack Jam? Jack material is oh, so like uh, hard to come by that you would have to rely on an yeah. HBO type. Sir. It's weird. Hell There's yeah. such a mainstream entertainment now. It used to be where you'd have to go for Jack and stuff. 
But then you'd watch that real sex and you'd be like, all right, this one seems like it's going to be kind of sexy. And it was only like a seven minute segment. That wasn't enough to get anything going. Oh, God, now we're into the fat, hairy swingers. I knew it. There was nothing worse than when you would turn on an HBO related product. That's right. Right after they showed that little card that gave you the breakdown of everything that was going to be in it. And it's like, oh, damn it. I don't know if there's nudity. You can even tell now. Oh, now I just got to. Before DVR, I can't go back and see. It looks like there should be nudity in this. Thing. Oh, Maybe they're playing a gay one. Yeah, man. Ugh. That was the worst. They were just starting to dabble then and like being like, Ooh, we're going to represent all sexualities. Yeah. And it'd be like, all right, what do we got here? Oh, God, it's a bunch of gay guys. Oh, but the, I can't handle this. The good news is if they gave you at least 30 seconds of anything lesbian, that was going to be more than enough time yeah. to get you know, yeah. two or three done, actually. Painting the walls. Yeah. Oh, different times. You kids don't know what it was like to think really, really hard about something, you know, naked you had seen on television before. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, these kids. Or like through a window when climbing a tree. Yeah. I don't know, wherever you caught a glimpse of something. It's 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 hard to say. Yeah, just bird watching, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, hell yeah. That's what we're talking that's about. That's what we used to call it. Yeah, bird watching, watching birds My sister's undress. a real bird watcher now. No euphemism. Oh, she's that's like really She's like super confused. into it. She's got like an app where she can log all the birds she's seen. Like Devon? Yeah, and then she'll like just like drop the names of like bird species in casual oh. conversation. It's just like nobody knows what the fuck you're talking about. You've fallen down some deep weird niche and you think that it's like normal oh, conversation a, you can have. That's a you double, can't just have conversations like this Double-breasted tit wiggler. That's exactly yeah. the kind of thing she says. That's weird. She's been in like Utah for the past two weeks just looking for birds. I spit in her face next time she does that in front of you. Okay. I, I think that'll yeah. get the message across mm-hmm. that like mm-hmm. you're not homie don't play that excuse me miss don't be dropping any latin terms for foul in front of me yeah i don't talk man. about trashy shit that's like that where i come from that untapped thing everything wants you to track everything you know and do on your phone mm-hmm. just hey man say say what you know i've seen yeah what birds i've seen is that's my business yeah i don't need I'll, anybody knowing that i'll get on the app and give Pictures of my brothers to the Russians all day, I, you know, <laughs> for comedic purposes. But like, yeah, just everything else. Just, just sit back and enjoy. I've deleted man. like everything at this point because I don't want all that shit is getting out there. Except the Hot or Not app, I still well, keep duh. that so I can rate yeah. naked pictures of ladies hot or not. Because yeah. what else am I gonna do when I'm at work all yeah. day? That and Break.com. Oh, they got an app? They got a- oh, absolutely. They got Last time I did, it was just a porthole to their web version of their page, and I was like, "This is- build a real app. Nate, you fools. That kid fell out of a moving car and got hit by an oncoming moving car. We all saw the video. I see that video again. Yeah. It's- <laughs> it was such a good video to watch. <sighs> right in the head. Matt, it's, uh, what month is it? June. I think so. The month of June, so we've been, you know, celebrating the 40th anniversary of Raiders of the Lost Ark all month long by talking about adventure movies. Right. We've got another one this week. We've got uh, another one about a ripped-to-shit, roided-out guy oiled up in a loincloth. Uh Uh-huh. I think we're going to do three of them this month. That's what we planned. One one movie where Harrison Ford takes his shirt off for like one scene. Yeah. And then three movies where just big beefy men are near naked for the entire fucking film. That's that's what we're going to do. Ooh, we could... We could run a campaign on our Instagram now. Oh, yeah. Where we're like, hey... 
choose your own adventure, mm-hmm. and we let the people choose the last adventure. Which, which movie. one of these mountains do you want to climb? Yeah. Oh, I thought we were talking about which one of the the stars of the films you'd want to have sex with the most. Well, Jonathan Amos. Okay. I agreed. Yeah, all right. We're on the same page. Let's get into the rundown here of uh, this this week's film. Yeah. It is uh, 1982's... Oh, wait. We got to do the sponsorship. Oh, uh, fuck. Oh, fuck. Forgot. This, this week, the rundown is brought to us... The rundown. ...by your local Humane Society. The local Humane Society. there's so many society. adorable critters in the movie Ooh. we're talking about. We're, we're doing a big theme this week. All, we're, it's, it's all about saving, saving animals. And yeah. Being kind of your just feathered friends. Just cue up that. Just go bird watching, not bird hunting. Cue up Give that. money to the Humane Society. Cue up that Sarah McLaughlin. Rescue a dog. Don't go to one of those puppy mills. Do puppy mills even exist? Yes. I feel like people are still like on that puppy mill thing, and I'm like, I haven't seen a pet store in 30 years. When's the last time you saw a pet store? One right across the street from the mall, man. Where at? <laughs> I need to go get some... Some lizards or something. Right next to the uh, fucking uh, disc replay. That's ridiculous. I had no idea. Yeah. No reason why I would be trolling around the strip malls of northwest Indiana, though, I guess. You can get uh, the second and third season of Laguna Beach on DVD and then go next door. I I get what you're saying. I I, I get, you know, the gist of what you're trying to to put it. I I still have a couple seasons of uh, the Ashley Simpson show that I don't have got on DVD yet. They have those. I picked those up. That one was a feel-good favorite back in the day. That's a totally different girl from that era. What? No, that's her. Is it? No? Oh, yeah. That's Michelle Branch or one of them. Yeah, Yeah. one of them. One of them. Oh, she's the on a Monday, on a Tuesday, Now you're on the trolley. Uh And now we're in the rundown of 1982's The Beastmaster. Oh. Which is just a great title. You right? Can, I don't even care what the movie's about at this point. You no. sold me. I'm going to check it out. Let's get into uh, some more details here. This okay. is a film with a runtime of 118 minutes. Ooh. Probably didn't think a movie called The Beastmaster would get that close to two hours. But or they should. Do it. They do it. They do. Budget of this film. Uh, it's got to co- be like Cool. $9 million. Dollars, That's which it. Which I think was... Sp- Put up on the screen pretty well. Yeah. I think they stretched that pretty far. Yeah. Putting some cool shit up on the screen. I'm impressed. Gross they brought back, apparently, was uh, $14.1 million. That's so a hit. Not a total loss. That's a hit, Total baby. loss for the people. I think it was a... I think, I think there's maybe another Dino De Laurentiis joint. I think he it was is doing produced. All these. Okay, yeah. He was he liked, this thing together. He liked what the director did so much in this he one. He offered him uh, Conan the Destroyer. Big meaty men slapping meat, just like we do. Yeah. Why we're on the same page. Him and that's why I've been jacking it to his granddaughter's show for so long. Nate, the the director of of Beastmaster said, mm-hmm. "No thanks. That Conan Destroyer script looks terrible." I, he's not wrong. Well, all right. Not wrong. Speaking of said director, uh, this guy is sort of a weird exploitation movie legend who That's for the cool longest thing. time I did not have any idea cool was thing. the director of Beastmaster. The Beastmaster and this man existed in two separate worlds in hmm. my mind, but no. Same people. Don Coscarelli, hmm. he of Phantasms 1 through 5 fame, he of Bubba Hotep oh. fame, he of John Dies at the End fame. Uh, started off his career pretty early making the fucking Beastmaster, which, you know. Same cat. He's a childhood favorite for mine. So I'm connecting dots here. Connecting yeah. dots. I've been a fan of this guy from before I even knew it. 
Oh, man, we got blind drunk and watched a lot of those phantasms in one night. Yeah, I think it was one, two, four, and five, because Shudder <sighs> did not have the rights to three for yeah. some reason. It was a... It was either two or three that randomly had to be... I think it was three. I don't think you should do that to yourself. Nah, I felt good afterwards. I guess. It was a nice little holiday treat a couple Decembers ago. Mm-hmm. Coming our way from uh, Joe Bob Briggs, mm. the patron site of this podcast. He's a nice man. Stars of this film, number one, a guy by the Mm. name of Mark with a C, singer. Duh. He's playing Dar. He's a master of beasts and swordplay. He is the beast master. Yeah. Uh, If you're a fan of daytime soap operas, you probably remember this guy from being Hunky Chet on The Young and the Restless. Young Chet. If you're a fan of 80s era alien invasion series on fox mm. uh you probably remember him as being mike donovan on v v yeah yeah got vague memories of v i think i thought it was pretty boring when i was a kid yeah what was the one with the uh, alien nation alien nation yeah. yeah that was another one that was definitely boring was a wild that one, wasn't even huh? like an invasion that was just like a oh the aliens have always lived among us and we're doing like a racism metaphor or something yeah also, he voiced the Man Bat on Batman the Animated Series, yeah. which is pretty fucking cool, if you ask me. Anything B-A-T-S does. Tanya Roberts is in this film as Kiri. B-T-A-S. A slave girl who becomes the Beastmaster's lady after a series of uh, wacky events. Yeah! She played Sheena in the movie Sheena. Oh, she's a punk a rocker. Similar vibe to this one from yeah. uh, everything I've seen about it. She was also a Bond girl in A View to Kill. Mm, she I got that. About, she got that James role Bond, because of this movie. Which is because she was so great in this one. Yeah. It makes sense that you'd want to recruit her. Also, she was one of the angels on the last uh, season of Charlie's Angels. After all the other angels died of dysentery or whatever. Tell the no, none of them wanted to do the show anymore. They, tell they the, got her to come on and be an angel. Tell the stoner idiots that listen to our show what she really is. She's Donna Pizziani's mom from that '70s show. Mitch. Oh, is she? I oh, had yeah. No idea. She very uh, big role. Had a had a had a role that that yeah. close to modern times. Yeah. Recently, recently deceased. So yeah, rest in peace. She we'll died in January yeah. from sepsis from a UTI. Oh wow. She had a UTI. Oof. Oody oo. That's yeah. That sounds rough. That sounds like a rough way to go. R.I.P.D. Uh R.I.P. Torn. Rip Torn is in this movie. Oh, too soon. Well done, but too soon. As uh Max, the high priest of the Aruk. No, no, Mayax. 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 There's two A's in there. All right, okay. The high priest of the Aruk, also uh recently deceased. Maybe he went in like twenty twenty or something. R.I.P.D. to him. Yep. Basically, this character is an evil wizard dude who controls all the lands. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know Rip Torn from playing Jim Brody and Freddy Got Fingered. Hell yeah! Lead it, lead <laughs> strong, Nate. I like it. You know him from being the CEO in RoboCop Three, yeah. aka the RoboCop where he gets a jetpack. Yeah. We saw him as a dirty cop in Beyond the Law. The Charlie Sheen is a mm. motorcycle man movie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Most importantly, though, I always remember him as scumbag dive bar owner. Slash pirate boat captain Scully and the John Candy slash Carrie Green hit summer rental. Mm. One I like to pull out mm. every time the weather starts getting hot. Yeah. Every time we start getting close to July 4th, yeah. starting to feel the itch. 
Gonna do my summer rental, summer school, back-to-back twofer. That's nice. It's become a little, a little, yeah, it's become a little tradition for me. Yeah. Sometime around July 4th every year. Yeah. Did Looking you ever watch that one? Did you ever watch that uh, Larry Sanders show? I mean, I saw an episode here and there, but... He's really uh, good in that. It was the Gary Shandling show that I watched religiously back when that was on. That's sure. just... I think Larry Sanders came in an era when uh, my parents weren't shelling out for HBO, oh, okay. so like, I only saw saw a little bit of it here and there. That was the era when we finally got cable again, and yeah, that Comcast was like, was like, here's HBO that for was free, like after bro. our cheater box was no longer functional, and my yeah. parents were like, oh, we're not yeah. scummy enough to get a cheater box anymore. We're sort of becoming real adults at this point. And I was like, what the fuck? Why be born to young parents if they're not going to get a cheater box? How am I supposed to watch UFC pay-per-views? How am I supposed to watch fucking Red Shoe Diaries whoa. and I can't text More of what I was thinking. What about Emmanuel in Space? Emmanuel in Space. Anytime you can see an Emmanuel movie uh, going on, I yeah. was appreciative of it. But there was two different, like, at least two different threads of Emmanuels. Yeah. There was, like, one with, like, the uh, the dark-skinned Emmanuel, which I liked a lot more. It started, there was one yeah. with, like, white girl Emmanuels, which had, I think, a few different Emmanuels. But Emmanuel, there was, like, two that was, like, different and specifically had, like, a different dark-skinned Emmanuel. Yeah. And I was, ooh. Emmanuel started ooh, I had it for her. in the late 70s, and she was some lady of color. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm going to bing that yeah. after I get you out of the studios. Oh, I watched the first yeah, one a couple right years ago with the missus. It was, uh-huh. a, it was a nice it's time. It's a real delight. It's a nice real time. delight. Yeah, I suggest Check it. out those Emmanuel movies. Do it. All of them. They're all, all good. All of them. Ilsa, She-Wolf of the SS. Ilsa, whatever. I like the mm. Ilsa movies, too. All I'll good. Watch all that shit. Rod Loomis is in this film Loomis. playing Zed, the king. And Dar's secret keep father, him. as it turns out, we'll learn that. Keep him. Uh, I don't keep him because it turns out you might not know this guy's a great actor oh. who you love because mm. he did a great job playing Sigmund Freud in Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Excellent! Oh, it's phenomenal in that movie. That's that one where he's like, I'm Sigmund Freud. <laughs> I remember hilarious. all that shit. It's fucking hilarious. Yeah. Love, love you some Bill and Ted. Yeah. Joshua Milrad, a young man at this point, is in this mm-hmm. movie as Tal, the son of the king, mm-hmm. which secretly makes him Beastmaster's little brother, if you're following along with yep. what we're talking about here. Uh, this is literally the only thing he ever acted in ever. Huh. But he did direct something called... Real Spring Break Uncensored, which sounds pretty interesting to me. All right. All right. um, I'd look further into Joshua Milrad's career. Hey, stay tuned to our podcast when in a month, Nate and I finally change gears again and just start, you know, covering smut and telling you how... How whackable it is. I could do a smut cast. It's fucking no problem. How whackable was it? Fucking ease right into a smut cast Uh, right now. I got no problem doing that. I'm fine with it. Coming up the rear. Hell yeah. One last guy. That's going to take on a whole new term in our smut cast. John Amos is in this film. Hell yeah. Seth. He's sort of like the bodyguard of Tal, the young boy. Is that Flo Rida Evans' husband? We saw him as the bad guy, Grant, in Die Hard 2. But most importantly, all you motherfuckers out there know him as Cleo McDowell, the proprietor of McDowell's in Coming to America, mm-hmm. where he shows off some great comedic chops. He does. Who knew he had it in him after seeing what he does here in The Beastmaster? And after seeing him in that depressed-ass Good Times show. Dad, we want you to get a checkup. What y'all trying to make me have to be sick or something? Florida, what's going on around here? It's nothing. What she mean is, 
Well, now, James, you have been upset and hollering, and you do suffer from these headaches, and they are symptoms of hypertension. Now, who's upset and hollering? Now, what y'all trying to make me out to be, some kind of maniac or something? James, honey, please, don't upset yourself. Now, there you go, telling me I'm upset. What the hell's going on here? Here's your aspirin, Dad. You take them, I don't need them. <laughs> huh? I said, you take them, I don't need them. <laughs> Anyhow, I come home from work and Thelma's bugging me about some jive time job. Now y'all trying to tell me I'm sick. Next thing I know, y'all tell me I'm ready for the funny farm. James, calm down. Stop upsetting yourself. Now, Florida, I ain't gonna say this no more. I ain't got no hypertension. And I don't want to hear another damn word about it. I ain't sick, I ain't nervous, and I ain't upset. <laughs> I'm sure glad he didn't get upset. Tagline of this film. Hmm. Born with the courage of an eagle, the strength of a black tiger, and the power of a god. It's all in caps, too. What god, though? It's pretty cool. Probably Krom. I don't know. I don't really I assume Krom. He doesn't really display a lot of power. All right, well, let's get into the plot of this. Oh, okay. Maybe I can explain right. it to you a little bit okay. better. A little plot synopsis here. All right. Dar is the son of a king who is hunted by a priest after his birth and grows up in another family. Hmm. I don't know, is like one old bald stepdad really considered a family? Not as far as I'm hmm. concerned. I mean, if you're going off the timeline, like when the movie took place, uh, he touched the young kid, that oh. makes him his. When he becomes a grown man, his new father is murdered by savages. Oh. And he discovers that he has the ability to communicate with the animals. His new father is killed by Savage Garden. <laughs> Which leads him on a quest for revenge against his Father's Killers. Which and they the did band father apostrophe S, but I think it would have been more clever if they said Father's Apostrophe Killers because mm. really both of his fathers were kind of taken out by the same guy. You know what I'm saying? If you think about it. Well, <laughs> we'll get into that when we get into much. our next segment, uh, though, which is uh, called Bullet Points. Oh, pew, pew. When we dig into our shoot, notes shoot, and we uh, talk about all the things that stood out to us as we were watching this film. Rocka blacka! And, uh, Matt, I want to get... Right into it, because there's a lot to talk about when oh, it comes hell to the yeah. Beastmaster. Hell What's yeah. your first bullet point? Oh, witch-a-woman! That's right. We got not just a witch-a-woman, we've got three witch-a-womans. Yeah. If you want to talk about sexy smut, this movie's getting me started yeah. from fucking, fucking screen one yeah. right here. Yeah. What's going on? Like, you want to get my attention? Don't straight on throw me a nipple. Make me work for oh, it. Oh, yeah, you got to... Make me work like, oh, shit, did I just see hit titty? pause button. Did I just see titty? Because like, it's dark and it's stormy. We're, we're dealing with shadows. There's torches right. lit. There's a lot of writhing happening. Nobody's still. Everybody's writhing. I'm 38 years old. If I told young me what I've done with titties at this point mm -hmm. in my life, mm -hmm. young me would be like, no way, you're a fucking liar, bro. Mm -hmm. But still to this day, I'm going to back it up to be like, did I see a titty? Because it's just ingrained. That's in areola. That, yeah. That's not. That's not a shadow. That's areola. That's I can real tell. titty. I can tell. That's real titty. So yeah, we got three witchy women yeah. in a storm mm -hmm. in the dark by torch, like just writhing yeah. around some sort of like. Right. I don't know. It's like a magical bird feeder or something that we see a lot of times. Magical in this movie. cauldron. And you know they got 
they got just so like sort of like everybody else in this movie, just loincloths on. So like you know, every yeah. everywhere time they move a little bit this way, you can mm. see a little bit more of this. Yeah, every time baby. they move that way, you can Ooh. see a little bit more of that. Ooh, it's keeping you busy. There's so many thighs in this. Mm-hmm. Just so many thighs. A lot of meat. They're doing some sort of spell, it turns out, for Rip Torn, who shows up. Yeah. He's got crazy eyebrows pointed yeah. at like a 45-degree angle, just right. straight-ass eyebrows. He's looking wild. I was like, look at that prosthetic nose he's got. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, oh, 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 that, oh he's just younger. all torn, And he baby. isn't fat yet, and he hasn't really filled into that thing. Yeah, so he's like, uh, hey, crazy witches work for me. What's going on? And then they're like, oh, hey, what's up? We all have fucking leather face faces. You were too busy looking at our writhing bodies. You didn't yeah. notice we're all wearing fucking weird skin leather face masks. But you'd still fuck them. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, right. Like a two-bagger, maybe. Yeah, you know what right? hey. First bag's probably that mask's made of skin that they're all wearing. Yeah. And the second mask would just be a normal brown bag that I would put over that mask so I wouldn't have to see their hor- horrible faces. And then that third uh, bag is the bag definitely not a holding condom, my bo- I don't fucking no, deal with those things. It's, it's the bag holding my bottle of King Cobra. Oh, good, yeah. good. Yes, <laughs> right. much more comfortable with that. Yeah. I didn't like where I thought you were. No, going. no, no. Oh, no, no, no. Okay. Come on, I'm not an idiot. Hello, Hammer. Somebody wants to see you. They say you've got what I want. Yeah, cold and smooth. King Cobra, huh? Real malt liquor satisfaction. No harsh taste. That's a powerful combination. Don't let the smooth taste fool you. Do I have to drink this all by myself? <laughs> Umbrella. So, like, they're like, uh, we looked into the magic bird feeder, and it told us that the king's going to have a kid, and then that kid's going to kill you. Yeah. So that kind of sucks for you, Riptorm. Or, or Mayax, as, uh, as you're known in this movie. Mayax. <laughs> just, just a terrible, terrible name for your main villain. Oh, you know. It does not roll off the tongue. No. I'm just going to be referring to him as Riptorn from, from this point yeah, on. Yeah, that's what I did. Yeah, okay, yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and he's like... Mm, yeah, I'll take care of that with one of my go-tos we're going to learn, a child sacrifice. Mm-hmm. Like, after I kill that baby, it's... Nah. Oh, what's this? This movie moves when you learn right yeah. now, because the king himself kicks through the door right then. He's like, he's like yo! Hey, what's going on here? I heard you are going to do child sacrifices. We're going to stop it right now, evil high priestess Rip Torn. And then, not slowing down at all, mm-hmm. Rip Torn's like, bro, the baby I'm going to kill... It's yours, dog. Yeah, that's right. He's like, not only are you not going to stop me from child sacrificing, yeah. it's your fucking kid getting child sacrificed. Yeah. Don't believe me? I do what I want. Hey, two weird monk guys behind me, Kill hang yourselves. yourselves. Yeah. So then they throw like hooks on ropes up into the ceiling, like Batman 89 style, and hang themselves with it. This movie's moving so fast yeah. at this point, I'm like... Hour twenty tops. This is this I, this is getting vibes for me too from yeah. like Lethal Weapon when the bad guy makes Mr. Joshua hold the the lighter under his arm. Mr. Joshua. <laughs> He's like, oh fuck, nobody fucks around this bad guy. My people are loyal, Mr. Mendez. They are loyal to me. <laughs> oh bullshit. Do you smoke? What the hell does that got to do with anything? Do I smoke? Do you smoke? Yeah. Give me your lighter. My, my lighter? Your lighter. Yeah. Okay. I, yeah. Right here. Here. Hey, man, what the fuck is wrong with you guys? Shut your mouth! Jesus Christ! Shut up! Don't move. Oh, hey, man. Mr. Joshua, your left arm, please. Hey, 
Oh, hey, hey, man, you guys are fucking gone. You know what I'm saying? Oh, Jesus Christ, man. King's like, take him away. He can't talk to me like that. Yeah. Throw him in the fucking dungeon or whatever. But as they're dragging him away, Riptorn gives a knowing glance to some old fucking leather-faced witch lady. Yeah, what does that mean? And she's like, I got you, bro. We already talked about this. All I right. know what to do. That's the, okay, all right. Next I need scene. help connecting dots in this she's, film. She's not going to, like, go find a partner and, like, explain to him what the plan is or anything. No. The movie keeps moving. Yeah. Next scene, she's just creeping in the king and the queen's bedroom. Yeah, it was she's the same one. in their bedroom. You're right. And I, I don't know. It's weird. Uh, this bedroom, like, exists in space, maybe, <laughs> or, like... Not sure Some where. sort of ether. Yeah. It's just, like, blackness, but, like, mm-hmm. a bed with some, like transparent like uh silk drapes blowing around it but other than that we're just in a void yeah i don't really know where we are here but this woman was able to take a cow there she takes a cow inside of their bedroom she's right in there this is very stealthy here to be not only to break into the king's bedroom but to be able to get your big fat cow in there too yeah impressed with her her witching skills hey why do cows uh wear bells uh, i'm not so sure because their horns don't work <laughs> Right? Yeah, it's pretty funny. I don't know. Are, are bulls cows, though? I don't know. There might be a technicality. That's a, there, that's a male bull. Okay. Yeah. Cows still got little, little little things on their heads. Oh, that's cute. I didn't yeah. know that. Never made friends with a cow before. Oh. You got too many supermarkets around where I am. What do, hey. what, what do I got to meet a cow for? I made, I made friends with a cow once, but yeah. then she went yeah, to a different up, high and, school. Oh, ah! I thought we were going to say I ended up marrying her. <laughs> oh, hey now. <laughs> but seriously, we respect women. Oh, yeah. I guess. Uh, I noticed here when he's writhing around in the bed having bad dreams or whatever, that the uh-huh. king has like a cool prison tat on his arm. Yeah, hell yeah, he's like, who's tatting up kings back in these fucking days? I guess whoever wants to. True. The witch is like, oh, I got some plants here. I got yeah. some secret of the ooze, ooze. It's glowing green. I'm going to pour it on your necks. Mm-hmm. I think it stops you from screaming is what it seems like because they're not able to make any noise sure. at this point. Uh, and then I'm going to start like... Casting little spells over this pregnant yeah. belly right here is what I'm going to do. Yama, 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 yama. They wake up and they're like, oh shit, we've woken up into some kind of nightmare. Yeah. But also we can't scream because there's secret of the ooze all over our necks. Right. Pregnant belly starts shrinking and deflating. Ooh. And it's a really gross like horror movie effect. I, I really like enjoyed it. it. You saw the little baby foot and hand uh-huh. like, help me. And then the cow's belly starts inflating. Yeah. She took, used magic to take the baby out of the lady's tummy yeah. and put it in the cow's tummy. That's fucked up. It's fucked up. This is one of the first of many completely fucked up things mm-hmm. that happens mm-hmm. in this fucked up movie. Yeah, I wrote, is the bedroom outside? I don't know what's happening. Uh, and then she just leaves, I guess. Yeah. The next scene, she's throwing the baby in a fire, I think. Is yep, she what's is. Going on? Yeah. She takes a knife, cuts the baby out of the cow's stomach. Right. She's got a raging blue campfire going on. Oh, absolutely. Blue magic flames. Yeah, like a Jedi just died or something. she's definitely going to be doing something weird, something child sacrificial here is what's Mm -hmm. going on, until some nobody bald guy with like a donkey comes walking by. Yep. And he's like, is that a crazy witch with a raging blue magic fire trying to kill a baby right now? 
Should I mind my own business and walk by because I'm just some schmo-looking guy with a donkey? Nope. I'm going to throw my boomerang knife Turns at her. Out he's got a glaive, <laughs> so he's going to fucking do a good deed here. Throws his fucking glaive at this chick after she brands the baby's hand with some sort of mark. That's very important. Mm-hmm. She gets a hot poker, brands its hand with a mark. Yeah. Then is going to do some crazy shit to it. Oh, glaive in the back. Sucks for her. That was a toddler hand they branded, too. It was like, come on. Yeah, it's like... This baby just came out of cow. That's listen, not a baby you hand. want me to be able to suspend disbelief for all the things happening in ba- the right Master? Hand. Get the right hand going on. You had me in the whole switching wombs, mm-hmm. but now you mm-hmm. lost me. So uh, she's not able to plunge the knife into the baby, but she turns into clothes like Obi-Wan Kenobi after yep. she gets hit with that thing. And then she's like some sort of sexy giantess woman with a leather face all yeah. of a sudden standing behind him. And yeah. he's like, she's like, oh, behind you, motherfucker. Psych, I'm still yeah. alive. I got to fight. Piece of shit. I thought you this guy piece was going to fucking eat it right here. It yeah. seemed like he was wildly overmatched. Right. I think just by blind dumb luck, he sort of stumbles into uh, putting a sword through this crazy witch woman's tummy, mm-hmm. and she explodes. Mm-hmm. Just fucking, and then he throws her. He throws her the magic fire, and she explodes. Yeah, this guy's more badass than he looks. I feel he, like they should have got like a gruffer looking older man to play this role. So I didn't know that he wasn't just like a clown. Well, he was a clown, Nate. He stabbed her and was like. Oh! <laughs> and then just like threw her into the fire because he didn't know what to That's do right. with her. He does, but he steals the baby and takes it to his village and holds it up like Simba. Right. And I'm just like, mm, I don't know, guess that guy got lucky. But then the next scene, he's teaching this kid who's now like, I don't know, a I tween, don't know kid, a hunky tween. Kids are. He's kid aged. And he's teaching him how to like fight with yeah. his sword. So I'm like, maybe this guy's a badass, and he's going to teach this kid how to be the Beastmaster? His kid's slash sexual partner. That's right. Okay, I'm sorry. I forgot the era we're in right yeah. here. He's teaching tween Dar to use a sword. Mm-hmm. Uh, when d- Also, they're like fucking with some just like poor schlub who's like tilling the land. Yeah. They're just like, mining hey, his business. Watch, watch. I'm going to throw my glaive at this yeah. guy fucking mining his business. Yeah. It's going to freak him the fuck out. If I was a little less drunk, I would have killed him. Yeah, the kid's like, kids laughing, like, ah, we acted like we were going to kill him, and then he got all butthurt about it. Right. What a F-A-double-G. Right. Before they can get too offensive, though, there's a bear attack. Yeah. And the bear just tears through this poor peasant like he's nothing. On account of him being a bear. Yeah, just tears through him like not double-strength Charmin on a day after you've had some really spicy food. Oh, man. When you when you when you had you went for that Parsons hot, Ooh. even though you knew you were gonna be drinking all night. Me. The bear's like, I got blood all over my mouth because I just ate that man. Right, and now I'm gonna eat you. And the dad is like, "Fuck, I'm so afraid." That's a gigantic bear. Yeah. But Dar's like, you know what, bear? I don't think that you are. Mostly because might have Beastmaster abilities. Also, I'm not too scared because you don't have blood on your face all of a sudden in this scene. There's maybe a couple continuity issues here, but when you're dealing with fucking working bears, man, yeah. you got to cut some corners here and there. These yeah. things aren't 100% in control all the time. They could take a random swipe at somebody, and then you got to reset up your shot and yeah. find something. I think they got fixers in the studio who will like get like a stagehand who took a swipe to the face or something. Like, oh, yeah, take no. Take them aside. That like, bear. There's 10 grand. Like, uh, Before they they filmed that Don't scene. Don't worry about it. The bear famously attacked its handler on set. And, uh, and they were know. like, we're ready for you. Go ahead. Things turned around because later that man became Vladimir Putin. So 
Nice. A little bit of bad luck early on in his career, but things really turned around, man. A little something to rest yeah, your, right. hook your hat on, whatever so, that saying yeah, is. So, uh, yeah, he's like, oh, that's weird. It seems like you're maybe some sort of beast master. Uh, yeah. Anyways, run back to the village and tell everybody that nincompoop idiot died. They'll probably want to know. Yeah. Also, the mark will be your guide. He says that to him. Yeah. And I'm like, will it though? Because it never, it never really is his no. guide at any point in this movie. It's at just, all. it's just a mark on it's his just hand. On there, it never like starts glowing or anything. I was expecting it to like glow, and he put his hand up, and it would like yeah. take him to places he needs to go. No, it's more so it's just. Not, to out him to the bad guys. Also, you're just some old man who stumbled into a witch in the woods one night with a donkey. Yeah, what you do know you know shit. about magic? You're not Fucking a magic man. Pedophile. Next scene, uh, Dar magic is a grown man. man. He's living in a treehouse. He's wearing very little clothing. He's glistening with baby oil from head to toe. Mm-hmm. He's got a really nice dog. It's the same dog I got. Life seems pretty sweet. It looks a lot like your dog. He's got Billy dog. Except one thing's not going great is that his flabby old dad is now only wearing like a loincloth too. Mm. Like they're walking around the same outfit. Fucking adult Dar, Mark Singer, is ripped to shit. He looks like he's been doing cycles for at least like eight months leading up to this fucking role. Yeah, we should get, let's just get it out of the way now. Uh, Mm -hmm. He's fucking shredded, yeah, just bro. Absolutely just shredded. Just shredded. Um, he looks like a sw- like a swimmer's physique, maybe. I wrote it's kind of weird because like he's still sort of just like got a nerdy guy's face. Yeah. But, like and then he's got like a ripped to shit action hero's body right. with like a nerdy guy's face on it, and it reminded me of those like off-brand action figures they'd have at the dollar yeah. store that come from Mexico. Right. It would be like Manly Man yeah. instead of He-Man or whatever. Why does, or like, why does He-Man look pensive? Arachna Spider. And there was always just like something wrong with the design. Yeah. And they looked a little bit melted or whatever. Right. And your mom would be like, here, we'll get you these so you'll shut up while I'm shopping at the dollar store. Right. These aren't even the real ones, Mom. I don't want these. I don't want these. So yeah, uh, not that attractive man, but... You know, just fucking body to die for. Big market for those bootlegs. I hope you saved some of yours. I no, I I did absolutely did oh, not. High dollar these that's, days. That's that's weird. I'll I'll go to Mexico and buy more now. I'm sure oh, they're fucking everywhere right there. Well, it's not as cheap as you think. Oh, tragedy strikes right here, man. Dar's mm-hmm. fucking around with his dog out yeah. in the distance, just like, hey, let's go out in the field and fuck around for a while, dog. Yeah. Toss a stick or something. I don't know. Something dogs like. Daddy fixed up my hoeing stick. When he sees in the distance some dudes in some really awesome armor and helmets yeah. come in on horseback and right. just start burning the village and killing people. And One of them was Toe Cutter. <laughs> One of them looked a lot like Toe Cutter. Yeah. That's for sure. Everybody's running around. One lady in particular has got her top ripped off and she's got big fat titties swinging around everywhere. The, she's yeah. running and screaming. This is where they're like, hey, no joke. Full titty, bro. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, hey, no joke. You could do this in a movie in 1982. A PG <laughs> movie. At that. It's not going to be an R-rated movie. No. Like, this is a PG film. It's <laughs> fucking wild. That's the rating We talked for this about movie. it with Raiders of the Lost Ark. <laughs> there was like some spooky shit or like some headshot kills. Yeah. It seemed pretty extreme for PG. Yeah. The shit that's in this fucking movie and it's PG is fucking crazy. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, Dar's like, oh shit, I can't let them uh, burn and destroy my village and rape all the women and kill all the men. No. I need to get over there. So he runs over there and he picks up a stick and just beats a guy to death with a stick. Right. First off. 
And another guy runs at him with a, like a dagger. And then he's like shoves that guy's dagger in his own stomach, killing yep. him. And it's like this Dar guy. He's not just fucking all show. He doesn't just look good. This guy can go. He can yeah. fucking kill a bunch of people. It, Thank God. I mean, like, it doesn't help that, like, Mark Singer looks like a dork while he's doing mm, all yeah, this. Yeah, it certainly doesn't but, help. But, like, he does. It never helps at any point in this Cool movie. stuff. He's a good athlete. Yeah. Like, he's, he's out there. He's yeah. running. He's jumping. He's swinging that sword around for real. It is a lot of him doing physical <laughs> shit in this movie. That's a good point. We should point that out. Main bad guy uh, has huge bat wings on the side of his uh, helmet yeah. and, like, a tiny skull on the top of it. And it looks super fucking awesome. If you uh, mix the toe cutter and the bad guys from Road Warrior mm, yeah. with the band Guar, mm-hmm. it's pretty much who these yeah. Juns are. Yeah, yeah, the Juns. Is that what they are? I thought they were saying the Juds. The the Juns. I was calling them the Juds the whole time, and I was yeah. like, "Where's Ashley? Where's I, Winona?" I thought it was the Jungs, <laughs> but uh, my research showed J U N. Research. Wow, yeah. that's very impressive. Yeah, I like to know my tribes. Yeah. So, anyways, uh, Dar gets knocked out. Yeah. And the dog comes over and tries to revive him and drag him away. Yeah. But the dog very tragically takes a crossbow bolt yeah, right into right into his ribs. Yeah. This is a hero dog though. Fucking mm-hmm. he's just like even though I'm like got a mortal wound, clearly, yeah. I'm still gonna drag Dar to safety because that's how much I love Dar. He is truly the master of me. A beast. That movie with uh, Dennis Quaid, A Dog's Life, where that dog keeps sure. dying and yeah. coming back to life to I save people. I preview for that. Yeah. This is where the dog first started. People don't wow. realize. This it is a prequel. The Beastmaster? Yeah, this is the same dog. It's a prequel. If I would have known that, I might have went and saw that movie, because yeah. that looked like a pretty boring movie. No, Spiritual Successor. At some point, Rip Torn and his creepy monks show up, yeah. so like, clearly they're affiliated with these barbarian with the warlord tongues, guys in yeah. some way. And Rip Torn's eyebrows are even pointier and weirder now. Right. And now he's got fucking meth teeth going on. Yeah. And also his sideburns are like two long Padawan braids, and they've got big skull beads woven into the end of them. Which pretty cool. He's, his look has fucking got, gotten extra in the time it took Dar yeah. to grow up into a man. He's pretty spot on. Mm-hmm. Dar comes too the next day. Yeah. And everyone is dead. Uh, yep. He's in the forest. He sees his dead dog next to him. Right. The dog drug him all the way out to the forest, apparently. But he doesn't Very even impressive. He doesn't even have a second to give a shit about that because he starts having bird visions. <laughs> That's true. As he's coming as he's coming to, he's seeing things from the POV of an eagle. Yeah. This is his new ability, bird vision. Yeah. Which will come in handy many more times over the course of this movie. A lot of times. Mm-hmm. Like about a third of the time. That's right. <laughs> I think maybe they invented drones in in this movie is what it is. The idea came from here is what's going on. So uh, he goes to this village and he's like, oh, it's completely burned and empty. Absolutely everyone is dead. Uh, Guess I'll just leave my dead dog on my dead ass dad. There's an eagle up there standing on the wall. That must have been the eagle whose eyes I was seeing out of a minute ago. Hey, eagle, what's up? We're friends now. Uh, Anyways, yeah, I got to put my dead dog on top of my dead dad, and then I'll take all of our dead friends, and I'm going to arrange them into a... Like big nice circle. circle slash. It was like yeah. the thing that's like no go- no ghosts in the Ghostbusters right. logo. Yeah. He arranges all their corpse into, into one of those, and then he lights them on fire. That's what you do when all of your friends and family die. Mm-hmm. 
And he, he finds his dad's sword in the pile of dead bodies, too, though. And he's like, Oh, okay. Then he hears his dad, like, Oh, with my sword, you will do yeah. cool shit. And also, the thing on your hand will guide you, even though it really doesn't. Respect the animals, dar. <laughs> so, uh, fucking. Oh, there's also, like, this is the first time where there's just a lot of dead corpses up on spikes. Yeah, which is just really hardcore, brutal, yeah. disgusting horror movie shit. Yeah. That's a that's a motif that goes through this PG thirteen movie through here. The thing I like here, though, it signifies time for an adventure. That's right. If everybody you know is dead, what else can you do but go on an adventure? That's right. Adventure time. Uh, Come on, great friends. Everybody's done. Dar leaves town. Getting a lot of POV shots from the eagle while Dar runs around on top of mountains. Yeah. And he's like picking up logs and swinging them around. Yeah. Just, just to kill some time or whatever. Doing like, McConaughey workouts. Yeah, just doing some McConaughey workouts. Hey, I found workouts. this. I'm going to lift him He's down getting tougher. He's really glistening now. Like he's just shiny. Sure. You could see him from a mile away. Mm-hmm. He starts doing cool bird calls to the bird, which is... Mark Singer definitely researched real bird was calls. Was he doing a call he was here? He was I wasn't yeah. paying close enough attention. the first time attention. he does a bird call. Because right he here. does it like halfway through the movie, and I'm like, why halfway through the movie can he all of a sudden talk bird? He does the first one here, and okay. it's just like one random right. shot. And like They go to him. <laughs> yeah, it's like a close-up for four seconds, and he does that, yeah. and then they just back to him swinging logs around. And I was okay. like, that was a cool little insert they did there. He did this it. is a lot of fun. He did it so well, I looked down, looked down and just assumed <laughs> it was actually the bird. Then he moves from swinging a log around to swinging the sword around. He's really yeah. good at that. He seems to have that down. Then he like kicks it up a notch to running through a creek, chopping the water with a sword. And I'm like, wow, yeah, that's, that's, good. that's a good little exercise. Yeah. That's going to help us out later on. I like that. It's, it's literally what would happen if you had a five-year-old son and you bought him a toy sword mm-hmm. and you let him take it to the beach. Just let him run wild, checking on him two hours later. He's yeah. doing this exact same shit. Just this movie from start to water. finish is just an eight-year-old boy telling you a story. <laughs> it's just like pretty much, or just like young boys out in the backyard, like yeah. uh, playing with each other. It's like, right. and and then and then my guy he does this thing. Yep. Like, you guy can't do that. He's like, no, 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 my guy's doing that. My now. guy's doing that now. It's, that's that was this the screenwriting process here, as, as far as I can understand. This, that's actually Beastmaster Two is Beastmaster Two colon my guy's doing that now. <laughs> that's right. It's it's hard to find. I've been searching out a bootleg copy of it for yeah, years. Yeah. Hard to get your hand on it. But anyways, as he's doing all this practicing, a couple of rascally ferrets what come by? Oh, and they grab his man purse and they just Walmart. run away with it. They do. And he's like, hey, you dirty old thieves, come back here. He starts running like a complete goof yeah. through the through the brush, trying to get his thing back. And Not All the running really well. he does looks pretty goofy in this movie. Yeah. He's, he's kind of got the gait of that like one weird kid in middle school who like ran between classes to every one of his classes yeah. for no reason while everybody else was just walking. Yeah. Like that's that's the exact gait he's got when he's yeah. just uh, running everywhere yeah, in this like, movie. Oh, you're not even doing a hurried walk, man. Like that's a real run, and yeah, it's not how strange. regular people run. So he's running like such an idiot. He uh, ends up falling down a hill into a big fucking pool of quicksand. What? Could it be my favorite trope to ever show up in movies? Used to always happen in 80s movies. Loved it. Never shows up anymore. Over the moon every time I see it. We got a pool of quicksand in this movie. No joke. Growing up, you were really 
worried about the possibility of running into quicksand oh, yeah. in your life. Sure. Like I always prepared for, I it. was always thinking in my head, like you have to be prepared. Like what if you fall into quicksand? Cause it's seemingly everywhere. Hey, uh, you want to come over to my house and like play swords after school? I don't know. You got a sandbox in your backyard? How yeah, we do. Play out that okay. Yeah, sure. Sure. Yeah. We'll do that. Then we'll pretend like that's a quicksand right. pit. It's going to be great. It's oh. going to be a great day for us. Rain last night. That shit's mud. Oh, You're going to love gonna be, it. It's going to be great. Gonna, we're going to do so much. Oh, you got a cat though. So your cat shits in it every yeah. day. And then got to scoop all the cat shit out before we're able to play in it. Maybe you find a dead mouse buried in there. <laughs> once in a while. Yeah. Every once in a while there's a little surprise. Yeah. So he's dying here very quickly because they don't call it slow sand, man. No, no, no. He starts sinking in it pretty damn yeah, quick. It's quick. He's got to use his beastly powers, which he should have just used at the beginning. He forgot he was the beast master for a mm. second when he started running around like an idiot. That's fair. To master these ferrets. He's like, hey, bros, come down here and chew on the branches of this tree so they'll lean close enough for me to grab them yeah. and pull myself to safety. Yeah. Which he does. It works perfectly. Right. This is the first of many times when these ferrets' gnawing ability comes in handy yeah. throughout this movie. One of the ferrets, though, oh no, tragically falls into the quicksand. Oh, he's a, he's a very little guy, and that sand's very quick. He's sure to be dead. Yeah, and he gets a cute little tragic, like, "Hey, I'm also drowning in quicksand." Yeah. Scene, <laughs> but it, honestly, he was. I think he does a better fully job. Fully submerged for like a good five minutes before yeah. Dar managed to, or bothered to fucking pull him out. Yeah. I was like, yeah. "No way, that ferret's still alive." No, the, oh, I'm sure they lost a lot of ferrets on this set. Uh, they, I think I read, used something like 35 ferrets to make this movie. Yeah, I read 40, but yeah. A lot of right. ferrets. Yeah. Either way, he pulls him out finally. He's like, <laughs> I'm going to call you Kodo. And don't worry, you get a name too. You're Poto. You're my friends. This guy sounds cool. It just, it just sounded like some real just like... Cartoon Network, one of those weirdo shows they do characters here. Yep. The way the Beastmaster's talking. Kodo a lot, a lot of that shit's coming from the Beastmaster. It's those weird post-ironic cartoons they're doing on yeah. the Cartoon Network. That's fair. You thought Eagle Vision was something, man. Mm -hmm. What happens when you start seeing shit in Panther Vision? That's going to that's gonna take you to a whole new level. I, I'm going to tell you right now, I didn't write any of that down because the only thing that stood out to me was... Did they paint a tiger black? Absolutely. They did paint several tigers black in yeah. order to create the illusion in this film that uh, the Beastmaster has a pet panther. Yeah. Because Don Coscarelli wanted to have a panther. He was set on a panther. Yeah. The big cat handlers kept telling them, panthers are very skittish. You cannot train panthers. Right. There's no way we can get a panther. You don't want that, bro. Cut you a deal. We'll buy... 60 boxes of fucking Clairol, and we'll dye my three tigers, my yeah. three Bengal tigers black. Right. You can say they're panthers. Yeah. So that's what happened in this movie. I just like that that asshole director's like, I don't like the way his orange stripes look. Yeah, right. What's cooler that than running around problem. with a tiger? Like, why couldn't he have had a tiger in this movie? <sighs> what, what, what's on the, the poster of Beastmaster 2? He's got a fucking tiger next to him. Yeah. Just a striped tiger, and it looks yeah. cool as hell. What's the big deal? Why couldn't they have done that in the first one? Yeah, yeah a lot of people have a problem with this movie, apparently, because they had to put the, the tigers under to uh, to dye them black, oh, and well. one of them did not come out. They did kill a tiger. Oh, okay. They did kill a tiger, dyeing I mean, their fur black. I mean, catch so, that. That makes yeah, sense, though. 
That's not great news. That's not great news right there. You should have just used a tiger, Don Coscarelli. I tell you what, it's not a big deal, though, because we all got that Tiger King documentary, and uh, oh, yeah. we found People out... People killing tigers yeah. all over the place. What they did in this movie, not bad at all. No, not a big deal. But anyways, he sees from a POV of a tiger that's, like, chained up to, like, a stake in the ground, yeah. and, like, there's some dudes poking him with swords and fucking with him, and he's like, there's a tiger in trouble. I gotta go make him my friend. I'm yeah. making new friends everywhere I go. He's a good guy yeah, that way. Yeah, so he does. He, he just goes. He takes a scene out of Conan's book here, and it's just like, now you're free. Fuck him up. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. instead of a beautiful, you know, black Amazonian uh, supermodel. Yeah, it's a, it, it's black, a black Amazonian or Bengal cat. tiger. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but anyways, he shows up. He throws the glaive into one guy's back. Uh, another guy gets his face ripped off by the eagle. Yep. Ferrets steal another guy's crossbow bolts so he can't fight back. We got a fun Dar and the Animals tag team and a bunch yeah. of scumbag dudes here. Dar and his friends. Yeah, Dar and friends. Yeah, he starts go. slashing everybody with his sword, mm-hmm. frees the tiger with the glaive. Tiger mauls a guy real good. He's got a whole crew of pets. He's starting to look like your wife, quite frankly. Yeah. When she's just smoking weed on the porch covered in animals. Right. That's kind of what he's looking like right here. Pretty much. Yeah. So they're just going to go through the the countryside doing their weird little middle school guy run when suddenly suddenly they come across matt oh topless bitches in a waterfall <laughs> oh. oh maybe you should go chase some waterfalls there nate you know ah <sighs> see there's some some girls they're topless there's they're giggling. two of them they're under a waterfall fully topless pg movie what's what's dar to do he gets to peeping, man. Yeah. Right away. Just Good thing he's got that eagle vision. <laughs> hey, now. Using his cunning, yeah. he's like, yeah, hey, I'm sorry, he's hey, what? Hey, ferrets. That was cunning. Go ahead, yeah. Go down there and steal those girls' tops so they yeah. can't put them back on. Yeah. I'm going to start doing some frat boy pranks now. Right. Huh. Ugh. I'm going to send the tiger in send, next. Send my hair-dyed tiger and in. And then commence the raping. Yeah, yeah the, so this is where we meet Tanya Roberts. She realizes her top has been stolen. She starts trying to run after yeah. it. Comes face-to-face with a dyed black tiger. And is like, oh my God, this is it for me. I'm going to die. Yeah. When creepy, creepy Dar, our hero, yeah. <laughs> then sidles up behind her and starts like sniffing her hair and brushing his nose against her cheek. He's just, yeah, pushing his face against her. Oh, he's a very vicious animal. (laughs) (sighs) It's so fucking weird and rapey. He tells her, he he says like, oh, I can get him out of here. Hey, get out of here. He's like, oh, you owe me your life. Now I'll take this for payment. Your pussy. Just rapes her mouth yeah. with his mouth. Just starts raping her fucking mouth yeah. with his tongue. Just tongue down. Puts it right throat. in there. Oh, God. She starts being like, what's going on? Who are you? He's like, ha, 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 ha we're messing around. Uh, and just then fucking with you. throws her on the ground and does a full-on rape mount. Just yeah. both of his knees uh, yeah. restraining her legs so she can't get up. Yeah. His hands on her shoulders so she All can't move. Yeah. Full-on rape mount. He's like, ha, 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 I'm outpowering you. The fun you. things we do when I find women who can't defend themselves out in the countryside. I'm the hero of this movie. Yeah. So she's like... All right, you seem like a fun guy. I'll tell you my story. Mm-hmm. I'm a slave girl. You know, I live up at the pyramid with the high priestess fucking rip torn. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I got all these whip marks on my back because they beat the shit out of me. But, you know, Life's whatever. okay. It's a living, so I'm going to go back there now. It's a living. Dar's like, I 
you think probably you should just start hanging out with me and be my girlfriend? And yeah. she's like, I would, but, you know, they'd kill my family, bro. So back on the clock. Mm. See you later, Dar. Nice meeting you. Thanks for not all the way re- raping me and just doing a just, light molestation. Just threatening. Yes. Dar's like, I got to go find that woman, man. Mm-hmm. Let's, let's middle school kid run through the countryside and find her yeah. and my pets. When he comes across a giant, giant tree with glowing light up pus sacks yep. growing in it, I yeah. think is what I saw. I'm not sure what I saw, but that sounds right. Yeah, I know. He goes up to it, and he sees there's a there's a, a man hanging from a cage from the tree. Right. There's also a bubbling cauldron near the tree, which has a floating rubber head in it. Yeah. And he's like, oh, God, that's not great. I mean, clearly, they're setting it up. Mm-hmm. We're going to see these witches again. God, for sure, we're going to see th- those witch-a women. Right. But then, no. We no? What I just started calling the skin wizards, because they looked like... Creatures in wizards robes, if the wizards robes were made out of skin instead of made out of cloth. Yeah, like they looked like uncircumcised penises mm-hmm. mixed with mm-hmm. batmen. Yeah, they they, they spread I, their I arms know. and then their arms have big skin droopy bat wings. Just foreskin everywhere. Yeah, it's just wizard sleeves upon wizard sleeves yeah, everywhere, yeah. whatever these things are. So Dar's like, oh shit, these things are everywhere. I better free this guy. Fucking uses a sword to chop the cage open. Yeah. This guy goes running out the cage directly into one of these things' arms. Turns out when these things hug you, you turn into glowing green goop and then dissolve into bones. Yeah, I guess so. So, so whoops. I guess shouldn't have let that guy out of the cage. That didn't end well. Well. Yeah. Well, you, know. you, you tried. Uh, so I'm like, well, how is Dar going to fight these things right now? But then Dar's bird comes around. Yeah. And these things seem to be like weary of Dar's bird. Ooh. They're like, is, is that a bird? Ooh, a bird. I'm like, are these things afraid of birds? What the fuck's happening there? So then Dar's just like, I'm going to creep out of here. And yeah. one of them is like, whoa, 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 Dar. Before you do. Hold up, bro. Here's an amulet with a Nazi eagle symbol on right. it. Take this on your journeys. You're probably going to need it later. I like how you inferred that because, Nate, to be honest with you, nothing in this scene was really explained. No, it wasn't. I was doing a lot of reading between the lines. So I'm like, okay, they got an amulet with a Nazi eagle symbol on uh-huh. it. They saw he was rolling with an eagle and instantly stopped like acting creepy. There's some kind of future I guess they worship eagle, that eagles came back in, in time. Way. This is sort of... To worship the eagles. I don't know if you're aware of this, Matt, but Hitler is obsessed with the occult. Is he? So I'm guessing a lot of those eagle symbols they used probably came from the movie The Beastmaster, where he was like, you know, I love the occult. I love the fucking skin wizards. I love all the shit going on there, the bubbling cauldrons. Let's Make it this- like Beastmaster! <laughs> Let's work this into some of our Nazi stuff. Make it like Beastmaster! It's just a theory. Just a theory. I'm not sure. That's uh, totally what happened. Next scene, they're doing some more jogging up until they get to a city with the pyramid. And he's yeah. like... There's a bunch of smoke coming out of that pyramid. Let's go see what's happening. Maybe yeah. I'll see Kiri, my new girlfriend, because this is probably where she lives. They look like they probably got a lot of slaves here. Yeah, he got to here by because. Mm-hmm. Also, the road into the uh, the city is just well, lousy. Also lined lousy with, yeah. with dead corpses on right. spikes. <laughs> just watching this, just like... I was shown this movie when I was five years old. Yeah. And it worked. 
It wasn't bad parenting. I loved it. I was not just like, that's traumatizing. Why are you watching me this? Which I feel like modern parents would think and they'd be like, horrible. You can't show a kid that. This was my favorite movie upon the first time I saw it on the VHS when I was five years old. You brought it up, so I'll get into it now. This movie uh, made a fucking mint off of HBO and TBS. Oh, hell yeah. You know, the Beastmaster Station Mm -hmm. or... Hey, Beastmaster's on. That's right. And I caught this, had to be like a GN movie of the week. You know, I I can remember catching it on like a Saturday afternoon. Great way to spend a Saturday afternoon. So I had no idea there was all these titties really in the movie. Mm, But yeah. Edited version of the Beastmaster. All the killing and just bodies on spikes. Yeah, that was still still in there. Yeah, yeah, for sure. (laughs) It's just rotting corpses on spikes. That's not a big deal. Uh, there's a couple of big bull statues decorating a bridge that's over a moat of what seems to be like bubbling oil. Yeah. Bubbling hot Texas oil. Texas crude. That's right. So he's like, all right, this, this all Texas seems to be tea. pretty uh, on the level. I'll just keep keep moving on into this city here. No reason to think of think anything weird. Oh, God, something weird's happening at the top of a pyramid. Rip Torn is holding a screaming child yeah. who he throws into a fire pit. Just right in there. Just murders a small child right before our eyes. I'm going to tell you right now, that kid wasn't very committed to the role either. I thought he could have tried a little harder. He could have looked more terrified at the yeah. fact that he's being thrown into a fire pit by a gross-looking old man. Yeah, he was more so just like, yeah, so, huh. hey, this ain't cool. So he's like, uh, hey, everybody gathered. It's human sacrifice fucking Fridays. Yeah. You know what it is. It's when I get all your kids and I rip them out of your screaming arms. And then right. I throw them screaming into the fire pit. Who's next? Uh, how about that family over there? Hey, creepy monk No, no, guys. no, not you. That one. Go down that's there. The yeah, one. go to get that that's, little toe-headed yep, boy. Yep, that's the rip one. Rip him out of their arms. Come on, take drag a break. Him up here. Up I'm going to want to throw him in this fire pit. That's the guy. So he doesn't do quite as good a job of throwing this kid in the fire pit. He kind of just like drops him, and then he's like trying to scramble back up the ramp so he doesn't like fall into the fire pit. So then Rip Torn has to just grab a big stick and like start poking the kid's forehead with it to like shove him down into into the pit of fire. Right. Kind of like in a Toy Story where Santa's just using his boot to push the little toe-headed fucking turd down the the fucking slide. Get down there. It's like that, but with murder. Right. Dar's Eagle isn't a big fan of this. No. So he swoops in and... Neither is the band, the Eagles. Digs his claws into this kid's back and flies away with him. Is right. seemingly what happens. Saving this kid, but you get... Ow, my back. Great shot of an eagle flying away, just carrying a little a little baby dummy. <laughs> it's just a hilarious shot. Yeah. I don't know how they got a eagle to fly around carrying a little rubber kid and got got such a great shot of it from what i read that eagle didn't really want to you know partake with the flying a lot didn't of seem like there was a lot of smooth sailing going on on mm-hmm. this set when it came mm-hmm. to all of the fucking animals they were using to do animal shit yeah it's a wonder there was so much less animal shit in beastmaster 2 <laughs> they kind of were just like there's one or two shots of animals but then we're doing other things or is it amazing that there aren't larger horror stories coming out of this yeah, that's making true. of this movie. Could have doubled down on the animals. Yeah. That's, that's what I would have done. Uh, so Dar is just like, oh, that was a fucked up thing to see. Whatever. Later that night, we see him returning this kid to the family. Just like, hey, knock, knock. It's me, Dar. Uh, oh, but all, nine oh, tenths of the way naked man. Also, when the eagle rescues the kid, mm-hmm. Kiri, the slave girl's oh, there. Right. Mm-hmm. 
she sees Dar out oh, in the audience and she's Dar like, she's like, I know what's up. Is that Dar guy? This Dar? is the same pervert that almost used a tiger to rape this me. This guy's fucking stalking me now. Like literally that I'm fucking in fear shit of goes my life. out by the fucking waterfall and now he's stalked me all the way to my home. Oh. Good God. Oh no, I'm sorry. She's happy to see him is what I meant to say. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. Um, so yeah. But yeah, he goes to that, he goes to Sacco's house. Yeah, Sacco, I got your kid. Uh, I'll give him back to you just in exchange for a little info and maybe just like a nice bowl of that stew you got going over there. Over there. There's a lot of cauldrons, a lot of stuff mm-hmm. being made in cauldrons in this movie, which I always appreciate. Good vibes when you got a bubbling cauldron around. You get yourself a potato, mm-hmm. throw a bone in there. An eagle, a couple got, of ferrets. You got yourself a stew. You got yourself a stew. Uh, next scene, Rip Torn has his weird witch bitches and his monks gathered around in a real like little, it's like a little drum circle they got going on kind of. Yeah. They're like, you know, they're it's doing sexy. some chanting. It's, it's fucking sexy. sexy. They're like way close. It's got orgy vibes. Uh, he's like, uh, fucking, I want Beastmaster to die, man. Like, I don't I like got, the Beastmaster. I got this magic ring now. Take this magic ring, head goon. It's going to lead you to the dude. Yeah. And then it does because it's just jump cut to dark. Instantly. Drinking out of the a street. Very next and scene. And then the guy is hanging directly above him in a tree. Yeah. It's like, yep, found him. Hilariously, one of my favorite things in this movie this uh-huh. is when we learn that the, the ring's like an eye, it's a seeing ring, but then yeah. it actually opens up and it's not just a ring shaped like an eye, it's got a real human eyeball in right. it. Right. like, Looks around, mm-hmm. <laughs> like look around, like mm-hmm. this is some fucking like Adam's Family sitcom shit. Yeah. So yeah, they can see. We learn here everything that this little eyeball ring can see, and their magic bird bath. So that's gonna that's gonna come into play a lot of times yeah. around this movie. Monk guy who's up in the tree tries to put a noose around Dar and hang him, mm-hmm. but you know Dar's got a fucking black tiger that he hangs around with. Duh. <laughs> that's fucking. It didn't last long there. Black Tiger chases these guys who came to kill Dar. He's like, gone, get. Get. They're on horses. He's chasing them. Uh, Unfortunately, somebody had dug a tiger pit. Oh, damn it. He falls into this tiger pit, and he's just trapped down there. Oh, that's literally what those traps are called. I forgot about that. Except, you know, I think a classic tiger pit is supposed to have spikes at the bottom so that you die. This is is just a a, a normal pit, so the tiger's not dead. Don't worry, everybody. He's just frustrated. Mm -hmm. Monk is about to kill this fucking thing. He's trapped down there when suddenly... Fucking John Amos shows up Uh-oh. with a little boy in tow, and he's like, hey, motherfucker, I like tigers, especially black tigers, because I'm a giant black man. I'm going to throw you in the pit and let that tiger eat you. It's a euphemism. Mm-hmm. And then him and the boy just kind of do a little casual crouch and just watch this guy get eaten. And they're like, that's pretty funny. Look at him getting torn apart Look, by that tiger down there. stupid. Mm-hmm. What an idiot. Dar shows up, and he's like, hey, guys, uh, thanks for saving my tiger. Uh, you, help me move this log so my tiger can get out of the pit. Right. Uh, what's your story? And they're like, oh, we got some shit going on. He's like, me and my friends are hanging out. I'm in love with this girl, Kiri. Uh, you know, so I was going to go back into the, t- the town. John Amos is like, fuck you just say? Yeah. What name, ugh, sir? Ugh, ugh. He's like, Kiri, she's a slave. And he's like. Bro, I know who that is. Yeah, that's is. no slave. That's the king's it's the niece. little boy here's cousin. cousin. And then I'm like, oh, wait. That means that she's means also all, Dar's oh, cousin. It, <laughs> that means was it, you couldn't. He's been spending this oh. whole movie tongue bathing. Oh, his 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 cousin is what's going on. Who? He's been. It couldn't to be, could it? Says, oh, ee, oh. Ee. Well, it's looking like. 
Either way, they we'll get that log put that there. cousin issue to bed for just, a little bit because these guys all decide to grab each other's forearms like in Predator. Yeah. And then they're like, we're going to travel together. We're in agreement. Yeah. The young kid's badass, uh, the next thing I wrote, because he's like, we got to go free the king, who's my dad. And Dar's like, this guy's very powerful. I don't know. Mm-hmm. And he's like, he's not going to stop me from freeing my father. No. I'm a tough little fucking badass kid, all right? Yeah. I'm going to go on to direct the film Spring Break Uncensored. I've got, you know, some street sensibilities, clearly. Right. Don't yeah. worry about me. I can handle my own. Mm, so he's like, okay, man, I'm down with that as long as I can fucking find this girl who turns out it's going to be my cousin and uh, make her basically my little sex slave. I'm, I'm on board with that. Hell yeah. Uh, just to kill the time, though, this, these, this is Kodo and Podo, my right. pet ferrets. They steal shit. Yeah. Here's all the shit that they stole. Right. Including this non-magic, just normal eyeball ring. Yeah. Oh, you like that little kid? Tall or whatever the fuck your name is. Tis tall. Either way, the kid's like, I'm going to wear this magic eyeball ring from now on. Yeah. File that away because it's going to have a lot of significance to the plot. Right. Mm-hmm. It's, it's the only driving force of the plot, really. Right. Yeah. That night, as everyone else is sleeping, yeah. Dar is using his eagle vision to look at shit. To watch the kid so he can masturbate? Actually, he's just... Stalking Kiri again. <laughs> oh, okay. Like, oh, I'm seeing oh. a bunch of these monk guys. As long as it's not the kid, I thought he was some kind of creep. Phew. Took, took, no, that's John Amos. Okay. Traveling right. around with the kid. Yeah, yeah. He's just stalking this woman. Yeah. It's like, I saw all like these monk guys person. take five women. One of them's Kiri out to do a sacrifice. You know how they love to do their sacrifices? They do that. They're they walking do, they along do some narrow fucking mountain path out to a lake. We better go out there and stop this shit. Come on, guys. Let's mm-hmm. rescue her. So they, you know, these guys have all locked arms predator style, so we know they're on the same page. That's yeah. what they do. They go to rescue these women. Nate, we got another instant gratification movie. Yeah. Next scene. Next scene. They've met up with these people. It's time to this rescue. This isn't the Lord of the Rings where we have to travel to the place where the thing Mm-mm. is happening. No. Mm-mm. Immediately. Boom. The monks and the women have gotten to a lake. Mm-hmm. Our heroes are somehow out on this lake in a boat, mm-hmm. rowing towards the pier that these monks are going to. It's We're all coming face to face right here. No explanation needed how it's happening. One of the guys throws Tanya Roberts down all fucking rough, so then she yeah. kicks him in the dick real hard. Real hard. Which I enjoyed. So then he's trying to, he's just like, don't kick me in the dick. He's just holding her head underwater over the side of the pier, trying to drown her. Yeah. Just like, it's one of your sacrifices, man. Isn't your God going to be mad if you just drown her at the pier before that? Yeah, you got sacrifice. Uh, this this guy's not thinking, it. not thinking too far ahead. Nate, they really... The director really wanted 18-year-old Demi Moore for mm. the role of mm-hmm. Kiri. I would have, too. Probably right around the same era she was doing Blame It on Rio, yeah. which has got a lot of real just underage girl nudity in yeah. it. And ooh, ooh, Michelle Johnson in that film, she really awoken something in me. Okay. And also Demi Moore. She was, she was rolling around topless in that movie, too, so, you know. Oh, I'm just saying. I get why you'd want her. Would you? Would you have rather have seen 18 year old Demi Moore topless in this, or are you happy that we got time? Thinking already saw it and blame it on Rio. So don't eat it. Go need thing. it. Yeah, that's the way I am. What's hey, split, the only spread that I wealth? Have around. any idea who Tanya Roberts is? Because I go, oh, that's that girl whose boobs I saw in Beastmaster. There you go, Demi Moore. I went to see her boobs over and over again throughout like the next 10 years. Yeah, so. didn't need it. And then 10 years later, when she was like, I still got it. No, I got, I got. New it's is what it was. Oh, I got right. a couple of new it's. Yeah. Let's make a mo- little movie I like to call strip tease. Demi Moore Bush or nothing. Yeah, I, I agree. Once her outrageously gigantic 
deep, deep midnight black oh, 80s bush was gone. It's impressive. The thrill was gone. Oh, the thrill's gone. Mm-hmm. So uh, our heroes show up right at the nick of time to save her from drowning. Yep. This is when John Amos takes off his robe and just is just flashing what his body looks like in a loincloth. Mm-hmm. And good Lord, he was a gigantic man in yeah. 1982. He's a big dude. Just a big fucking beefy dude. And he's yeah. swinging around a gigantic bow staff, also just glistening with baby oil all over his body. He's not like... It's a show. It's something to behold. He's not ripped to shit, but he's just a he's physical mass. specimen, man. He's got man. bulk, baby. Yeah. He's got that... He's tall, but he also has like power lifter dimensions yeah he's got them shoulders Mm -hmm. he's got that tony atlas build Mm -hmm. so they beat all these guys asses get the bitch on a boat which i think the other girls just kind of disappear at this point what happens to the other girls there was four other girls nate exactly (laughs) nothing it's (laughs) not we never see them again it's not get the one they cared about and then they're like sorry slaves bunch of guys show up on horseback shooting arrows at them and they're like nope we're on the boat it's shaped like a dragon peace out your arrows can't reach us anymore and then tanya roberts is like Hey, you got these three guys who were trying to fucking sacrifice me tied up? I'm going to kick them in the fucking lake and drown them all casual. Yeah. I can murder people, too. It's 1982. I'm a fucking progressive woman. It's kind of fucked up. Yeah, this is a very casual murder. Yeah. Next scene, I, I or next oh, bullet yeah. point I have is making out on the boat. I don't know. They're getting out. None of this shit matters. The young boy convinces Kiri, hey, we need Dar to help us free the king. That's right, yeah. Which he was already going to do. Yeah. They're all on the same page. So he's like, you need to go over there and start making out with him. Yeah. So get all fucking gooed up and be like, all right, I'll do whatever you say. Go go butter him up I, by making out with him hardcore. The kid turns to her and the he kid's like... out his cousin. The kid's like, look, I tried to suck his dick. Turns out yeah, he's the he's not one of the into few it. guys not into it. Literally, fucking first time in six months yeah. that it hasn't worked. You're it's gonna, gonna have, have to be to. you. Yeah, it's so weird though. These are feminine. They're wiles. literally just tongue kissing. Yep. Two feet away from this gigantic black man yeah. and this tall, this tiny boy, yeah. and everyone is wearing no clothes. <laughs> like everyone is only wearing a little piece of cloth covering their privates, and that's it. Yeah. And everyone is glistening. It's a weird it's a thing. Weird scene. Weird, weird scene. No wonder you perverts are always uh, fucking Googling like daddy daughter shit on the porn hubs, you know? It started with Beastmaster. Yep. Next scene, we're back in town. The Eagles like recruiting the dad of the snatched kid to yeah. like help them, help smuggle them into the fucking. Uh, through the gates in his wagon. Well, John Amos, they get on land and John Amos is like, see ya, I'm going to disappear for a scene right. to get us an army. It's not, I mean, I, yeah, don't worry how it's going to happen. Yeah, they do that a lot where they're yeah. like, I'm going to go take it. care of the movie moving forward. Mm-hmm. So what's this guy's name, Sacco? Seth, oh, the dad is Sacco, Sacco. Sacco, okay, either way. S-A-C-C-O. He's like, oh no, you're back. I don't want to have to help you guys. I'm you a real chicken shit. You threatened you'd be back, and like, here you are. Like, what's going on in this scene? Does this, does this guy know how to talk to animals now? How is he talking to this bird no one who wants? He's not the Beastmaster. He knew. Only the Beastmaster is the Beastmaster. He knew whose bird it was. It still it doesn't mean the bird shows up, so he's like, oh, the Beastmaster must need me to smuggle him the Beastmaster, before he left him, said, you know, okay. life's a circle. Yeah. I'll see you I'll, again, I'll see bro. I'll see you again, and I'll need you to put some hay in the back of your wagon Ooh. so that me and my friends could sneak into the town, which is what happens. Mm-hmm. So they get out. Uh, 
they're they're creeping down in a dungeon trying to get into the big pyramid palace or whatever. Yeah. Because Kiri knows her way around because she fucking lives there. It's right. basically her house. Meanwhile, kid's still wearing the eyeball ring, so mm-hmm. fucking Rip Torn can see everything they're doing. There's all this sneaking around. Shit, kid, he's right there. No reason to even fucking sneak around. Like They could just walk right up to it. It'd be as little of a surprise. Uh, they're creeping through a dungeon. They got to go through this narrow corridor where there's like cages on both sides. Yeah. And guys wearing Axe and Smash demolition gauntlets are yeah. like reaching through the holes. And they got glowing green eyes. And this scene's real weird and creepy. Weird like, yeah, claws, claws and shit. Yeah. Dar's got to jump up on the ceiling, climb across the ceiling via rope, and then like get down on the other end and then pull a lever so all the holes close and they can't get their arms in anymore so they can walk through this little corridor. Mm-hmm. What's behind there? I was wondering. What are those things? We'll learn. We'll learn real quick. Yeah. As a matter of fact, we'll learn in the next scene. Here it is. As this movie does. They go through a door. Yeah. And they find then, a pit. They look down in the pit. Shit's happening. There's a young man strapped to a table. Wearing s and gear. Fucking built. This, this fucking dude, they got strapped to the table here, too. I was wondering, like, is this somebody we know? Is this one of, like, Schwarzenegger's friends that shows mm. up in his movies? Because this guy's got it. They plucked him off Venice Beach. I fucking know it. Is that mall security's LaFours? Yeah, right. But, uh... Tanya Roberts slips away through a hidden passage here. The little boy, yeah. I think, is telling them that the, the, the logistics was going like, they torture people and turn them into animals. They use some green slugs, yeah. possibly the same green stuff that our Batman. There's Secret of the Ooze several huh? times huh? in this movie. Huh? We see it pouring on the king and queen's throat, and it makes them not be able to scream. We see it come out of the fucking skin wizard's bat is wings. Is the same one? We see huh? more Secret of the Ooze here doing this shit. So he like covers his beefy dude in green goop. Uh, he puts, straps a bunch of crazy S and M gear ear. to him. It puts a slug his in his ear, yeah. and then he gives him like a fucking gimp mask helmet. And yeah. he's like, "Well, I made another crazy glowing green eyed S and M leather daddy." The S and M daddy. Oh, they decide like, "Hey, there's keys down there. We're gonna need those keys." Zed's not dead. Oh, my mistake. Not yet. I confuse movies. Go ahead. Oh, we got to get those keys. Send the ferrets down there to steal the keys. It's not a doll. It's a ferret. The ferrets go down there. Fucking Kang and Kodos. And uh, they grab the keys and they run away with them. And the leather daddy doesn't like it. No. The leather daddy's like, is that your dog? He like body slams his own fucking creator. Right. And he starts chasing after the ferrets. It's fucking chaos. He Breaks down a wall or a door, and he's chasing at. This guy's got um, super strength. Can we point out how fucking Scooby Doo ridiculous it is? This S and M fucking leather daddy monster mm-hmm. just fucking full on chasing down ferrets through a I hallway. Was getting crazy people under the stairs vibes from yeah. all these fucking scenes when he gets the full fucking leather outfit on and he's just like running around shotgunning the walls chasing it around like you gotta get back inside Richard Gear. come on the, get back here the only difference is uh, people under the stairs hard R rated movie hard R rated hard R yeah as opposed to this Tanya Roberts comes back from the little like uh, hidden passage she just slipped out of and I was like what the fuck did she do I thought she was like abandoning them or something and she's got a sash and a yeah, she's, dagger now. She's like, oh, yeah, I got a new outfit. I'm like, I thought you were wearing that potato sack before you went in there. But, yeah, I guess she's got a little sash and a, a dagger. So it's like, she's ready to fight now, I guess. I like that Dar's like, where was she? Like, why does she look like mm-hmm. that? And the kid just explains it by going, 
She's a warrior. <laughs> it's true. Oh, okay. Also, it makes you think she knows secret passages get us all the way through this fucking thing, no problem. Yeah. What do we need to steal the keys for? She's a warrior. <laughs> She's a warrior. Yeah. Either way, next scene, we found the king. Oh, they need the keys to free the king. Except they don't, because we free the king long before they get the keys back. But you should. <laughs> he's chained up. He's blind. He's all dried out and mummified. Yeah. This guy's still alive. He's fucking completely insane at this point. Like, he's been tortured for so many years. He's just going to be pissing and shitting and screaming himself traumatized. Mm-hmm. I don't even know why we're trying to save him. Put him out of his misery, maybe. You should. They come in and they're like, oh, King, uh, wake up. It's us, your family. Yeah. They get ambushed right away by Rip Torn and his like tall fucking witch lady who throws a fireball Memphis pro wrestling style in yep. Dar's eyes, blinding him temporarily. Me, my eyes. Dar grabs the, the young boy and gets a knife to his throat. It seems like a terrible, terrible situation. Yeah. The witch is crawling around on the ceiling all like uh, Evil Dead style, yeah. kind of. Yep. Uh, meanwhile, the, the, the black tiger is trying to get through the door, but the door is locked, but he's looking through the fucking little window there. Yeah. And he's like, Beastmaster, it's me, tiger, but I'm a tiger and I can't fucking figure out doors. But use my tiger eyes yeah. and you can see where this witch is, even though she blinded you tiger with a Jerry Lawler fireball. Eyes. He uses his tiger eyes. He knows she's right above him. He puts his sword right there where tummy. Yeah. Up through the ceiling. He stabs through the ceiling. She starts... No, she doesn't... She turns into clothes, Obi-Wan style again, yeah. I think, and flies away. She's like a white dove now or something. Or yeah. is that later? People keep doing that in this movie. Uh, white dove's later. Okay, okay. White dove's later. It's top of Either the altar. Either way, uh, witch bitch gets stabbed. And then Kiri takes her little sash, which turns out is not just a sash. It's a scorpion, get over here, hook on a chain thing. Oh, is that what it was? Yeah, and she like hook and chains the mm. fucking uh, Rip Torn's hand to yeah. like yank it so he doesn't have the knife to the kid's throat anymore. So then the panther bursts through the door. So Rip Torn's got to like run away and escape through the bowels of the fucking pyramid they're in because don't want to get eaten by a panther. He does a cool jump. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Where he's like, oh, he's jump a pretty 10 good feet. jump, yeah. Jumped a good good 10 feet. And then Pretty sure it was away. him, too. Uh, meanwhile, we get a shot that the leather daddy is still chasing the ferrets, trying to get the keys back. Oh, yeah. Just pounding on the little, like, pipes that they're in. They're running down. It's, it's fucking super z- weird. It's Kiri super weird. and the boy are like, well, we got the king. Let's roll. And Dar's all like, I have to wait for my friends. This is when they go to the skull room? Yep. Okay, yeah. They go to a skull room. They pull. They, they like, wind up a lever. Skull lifts up. And they're like, okay, here's the escape route through the floor. Mm-hmm. This is when I started thinking. They got the king. They've got an escape route. Mm-hmm. They didn't need to steal the keys at any point. Mm-mm. If this was like a video game, this would be a poorly made video game. Because mm-hmm. we, we put magic keys along the way that yeah. opened doors that we didn't need to open to get to the end of the level. Oh, I played it on medium and not hard. And right, I'm able yeah. to skip objectives. It's, 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 it makes no sense. But yeah, this is when Dar's like... Y'all escape. Uh, I'm going to wait for my ferrets because we sent them to steal the keys mm-hmm. erroneously. So I guess now I got to deal with this. It's uh, good uh, animal yeah. ownership, yeah, I guess. It's good. Yeah, he's a responsible pet owner. But they all escape through the fucking uh, the giant skull tunnel, yeah. whatever. And uh, Tiger goes down first to make sure it's safe. Mm-hmm. It's good, good having a tiger. Leather Daddy smashes through the door. Kills a bunch of priest guards while he's at it. Turns out Kiri, like an idiot, 
stayed behind because I don't know. She's no, she didn't. Starting to like Darnow or she something. She just knows the whole way and just came back through a different way. There she's was, like, so we, they didn't need the keys at all. There was multiple ways yeah, to get like, out. We can escape through the air vents. Uh, here, I'm gonna take some of this rope and then we'll go through this air vent and then yeah. just scale down the side of the building. He's like, Which, all right, I guess. Mm-hmm. Just, magically, she just appears through here and there. <laughs> Pulling on fucking torches and finding hidden doorways, yeah. going up through air vents, everything. There was no reason to have the keys. None. Uh, what's going on here? Fucking they start making their way down the side of the cliff. Yeah. Leather Daddy Leather sticking his head out the, the window. Vent. He's all like, oh, yeah. oh. He starts smashing their mountain climbing rope with yeah. his fucking demolition gauntlets, tearing up that rope. Eagle sees it. Oh, Eagle doesn't like what's happening. He don't like it. And he uses Eagle powers. Fucking Beastmaster sees the eagle and goes, Haka! That's right, yeah. Haka! So then the eagle just comes and we've established this guy's got super strength and he can burst through doors Kool-Aid man style, yeah. no problem. But the eagle just like grabs his head and pulls him off this fucking wall real easy yep. and he falls to his death. Yeah. Like this eagle's carrying around children. He's pulling grown men off walls. This is one strong fucking eagle. It's like at the end of See No Evil when Kane oh. falls out oh, great that film. window. That's a great film. I'm just... Right through the middle of that. Turns out, even though the eagle saved the day, the rope is still so frayed that it gives way, and Dar and Kiri fall also to their deaths. So the movie ends weird. Yeah, but it's pretty good. No, Sacco no, was no. under them with his wagon full of hay, and they land safely in the hay. He told him he's like, gonna "I'm going to pick you guys up on the north side," mm-hmm. and he does. Fucking plan accomplished. Now we can move on to the next scene. Yeah, that's but at this convenient. point, I'm like, "Where's where's the panther though?" Because yeah. the panther's still in the pyramid. At this at this point, I'm kind of like, "Where are we going?" Mm, you mm. know, Where, where's this movie going? Yeah. Is what you want yeah. at this point? Yeah. Uh, we're going to p- plan a revolution is what's happening. Oh, okay. Now that we got the king, he's gathered around some yeah. local townsmen or whatever. Yeah. He's like, eh, we're going to take back the city. We're going to kill fucking Rip Torn. Get that guy out of our pyramid. Get him out of our lives. Everything's going to be great. Dar's, Dar's listening like, no, to all man. this. And he's like, <laughs> you don't even no. know. He knows every Judd. Every Shit, single one no. of them. Winona Judd. Fucking Ashley, Ashley Judd. The other one. Fucking one from Wilson Phillips. Judd from the real world. He's got Judd Winnick, former yeah. Green Lantern writer and real world yeah. cast member. Judd, left-wing liberal right-brained cartoonist animated by nature, fears trolls and raccoons, wants to tickle more than your fancy. Meet Judd on the new season of MTV's Real World in San Francisco, premiering Thursday at 10. It's a plug-in love-in. We're going to need an army if we're going to take him out. Writer of hit film Funny People, Judd Apatow. Judd Apatow. All of them are loyal to Rip Torn. Remember when he was a, a real thing for a minute? He was, he was more than a real thing. He's like the most powerful man in Hollywood for a moment until people were like, eh, we got sick of hearing what uh, white guys have to say. Yeah, for two hours. <laughs> Two hours is a little bit of uh, being a little bit nice to Judd yeah, Apatow. Two hours, and two hours. Minutes. Yeah. If if any of his movies only hit two hours, that was his shortest. That was movie. a quick one. Okay, Ooh. no brevity to that guy's filmmaking. I'll tell None. You Either way, the king is like, uh, he's a freak. Yeah, he's a freak who talks to animals. Yeah, and he's a bit of a pussy. I need no coward by my side. Right, he says. Be gone with you. Fucking some harsh shit. I like that he calls him a, a pussy. Yeah. Dar is like, oh, his panther's back at this point. It's yeah. like, okay, everybody's back. Uh, 
All right, let's do our middle school run off to the left here, Panther, because I'm sad I got called a Poison. coward by the yeah. king right there. And then uh, he cries for real. He does that little half jog, and then he just he's just crying. Oh no, the last thing he hits him with is. Go crawl in a hole with your animals. Yeah. Oh, that's right. He <laughs> does. He's yeah. fucking roasting this yeah. guy. Brutal. Yeah. Next he scene, he's just crying. Cries. He's literally yeah. tears crying. Like, ah, I wanted Kiri to be my girlfriend. Now but, she's with the king. But he stops crying when Kodo and Poto stick their fur heads out oh. and he pets them and goes, Oh, those cute little rascals. Pets their heads and says, My friends. You're Kodo and you're Poto. You're my friends. My friends. Next morning. What a weirdo. Dar's woken up by uh, the coward dad, fucking Sako. Sako, Jacko. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's like, hey, uh, uh, the king's plan already happened and it didn't work. Yeah. We, we don't have the time or the budget to film any of that. But anyways, no. everybody's captured. Uh, you're going to have to go save them now. That kid's ring gave everything away. <laughs> Turns out Max heard all of it. Uh-huh. They're going to be sacrificed at sunset. You know how he's all about sacrifices. He's doing another one of those. It's the thing he's into. I was thinking, too, like, what's he getting for all these sacrifices? Like, we never see, like, his gods or, like, any powers he's getting from them. Like, yeah, no. Seems, yeah. I'm not so sure these are real sacrifices. I'm yeah. not sure these are on-the-level sacrifices. Yeah, he might be back on the wrong pony. So, yeah, Dar rides off quick to go get that poontang. And uh, yeah. next scene, we're just at the sacrifice. Yep. Monk dudes are pulling Kiri up the pyramid so she can be thrown into looks, the fire pit or looks like a perfect stabbed end with of a the fucking film dagger yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Dar, uh, you know, earlier it was like, oh, we need to create this big plan to storm the fucking town or whatever. Yeah. Oh, we're going to need like an entire army to do it. Turns out you didn't need any of that stuff. Because no. Dar just rides in on one horse, mm-hmm. uh, rides directly up to all the bad guys, mm-hmm. and then just starts fighting all the bad guys and beats them is, yeah. what, is what happens here. Well, he throws no plan necessary. No, no, no army necessary. Oh, hold on. He's got a little bit of a plan. He throws Kodo and Poto into the cell that's holding. That's right. Seth and Tall, so they can use their gnawing abilities to gnaw to, through their chains. He's like the only way I can defeat these guys is with a really giant, strong black man and a supple twelve-year-old boy. Which they break out and instantly just strip down to nothing and grab swords and start fighting. Now even the little boy is fucking is wearing nothing. Especially wearing nothing, and it's <laughs> fucking. Weird. It's a thing you're watching. Torn's just about to plunge his dagger into Kiri's heart, and Dar shows up and screams his name. Yeah. Malox! Yeah. Whatever his fucking name is, I'm not sure. It's it's very dramatic either way. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Dude's covered in baby oil. He swings his sword around like a madman. Yeah. The witch whispers, That's the son of the king I told you about like 20 odd years ago. Yeah. You're about to die, fucking Rip Torn. Right. Which he he takes no heed. This guy's an egomaniac at this point. He's like, I'll show him. What if I just fucking slit the king's throat? He does, all casual. He's like, hey, Dar. He's dead at this point. Uh. So Dar's like, I didn't like seeing that. We're going to have to get in a fight over the fire pit. Which, let's not much of a fight. Well, Dar takes Rip Torn out pretty handily. But the shit he was Kills doing him before, with his own though, where he's like hopping back and forth over the pit ha, with ha, that giant broadsword. Like, that's right. He's doing some cool stuff. Cool here. stuff going yeah. on here, I guess. Yeah. Kills Rip Torn with his own dagger, pushes yeah. it in his stomach. Uh, okay, this is when he stabs the witch, and this is when she Obi Wan's into clothes and flies away like a uh, like a John Woo dove. White dove. Yeah. yeah. John Woo also taking great inspiration from the Beastmaster. Yeah. He and Sam Raimi, huge fans. So everything seems like it's going great, except. 
Torrin's still alive, and he pulls the dagger out of his stomach what? to do one last horror movie like volley. The, the bad guy's still actually alive. Oh, he lunges man. towards Kiri and the Beastmaster. Kodo what? sees what's happening. He saves the day, old Kodo. He heroically leaps through the air, starts gnawing through fucking Riptorn's neck. Yeah. Riptorn screams, and he stumbles around, and he falls into the fire pit, killing himself, but tragically killing the hero, Kodo. Yeah, the, the true hero the fairy, of the film. The, the lovable fairy. Kodo's the Beastmaster. I agree. He's, well, he's at least, like, assistant to the Beastmaster. Right. Okay. That's fair. Um, he's, his, he's his first so, lieutenant. Yeah. Kodo is torn up about it. He knows right away. He's like, oh, Kodo's dead. Fucking loved fucking Kodo. Yeah. Now I'm just Podo. That's that's not as cool. Not really. Right away, because this movie movie's keeps over. moving. There's an army in the distance. Ah, sh- all I the judges. All the judges are coming. They're not happy what happened. They're also yes. <laughs> we've we've established this over and over again when movies mm-hmm. try to do this. If you've killed the main bad guy of your film, your, your movie has over. peaked. Your movie is over. Yeah. There should not be twenty more minutes of anything. No. Nah. Maybe five more minutes of wrapping it up. What are you thinking? Yeah, no. No, we've got an entire fucking like Lord of the Rings fucking medieval fight that needs to take yep. place here. Yep. It's fucking wild. The judges are coming to get revenge. John Amos is in fucking full oh, effect he's here. Barking orders he's to like, everybody. Gotta get the bridge back. Cover up the oh, moat with over sand. There. Make it look do dry. All that stuff over there. I'm fucking in charge over here, eh? Yeah. Uh, everybody's ready to fight. Uh, yeah. Meanwhile, mm-hmm. Dar gives that that Nazi amulet back to his eagle, and he's like, hey, "You know what to do with this." And I'm like, "You know what to do with this." Eagle. I never knew what it was in the first place. Uh, I've seen. I've read plenty of J.R.R. Tolkien. I knew that the fucking skin <sighs> wizards me. are going to save the day at the at the very end here. I had no idea. I, I was like, "What the fuck was that medallion? Why did he give it back to the bird? Is the bird free now? What's happening?" Give me the amulet, you bitch! Fly like an eagle to the sea is what he's gonna do. do. do, do, do. So the Juns show up on their horses. Uh, John Amos's plan works like gangbusters, covering up that moat to make it yeah. look like it's all fucking not a moat, because they charge, and they all fall into the moat with right their dumb horses. There. Right into it. There's... In the tar, thrashing around like a bunch of idiots. Yeah. They still got arrows, though, and there's still a lot of them. So there's still, like, a kind of a battle happening here. They're like, ah, we're just going to shoot arrows blind. Yeah. 
They hit the old man. The that's guy who was holding the, the gate door. open. Yeah. So the gate closes. So now fucking just like our four heroes or whatever trapped outside alone with this yeah. entire army. The whole army they're supposed to be backing them is inside of the walls. Little boy Tal gets shot in the fucking shoulder with an arrow. Well, he's like, he takes he, one. he's the only one that fucking made a fucking move to try to help anyone. He was like, mm-hmm. well, we still got to light that moat on fire. Don't I'm going to try to go light it on fire. Don't worry. Kiri's fucking got that because one of the big she ones gets, up next gets out. This guy's huge. This guy's like a seven yeah. footer. She runs up with a flaming torch, whacks him with the torch. Yeah. He's completely on fire. And then Dar drop kicks his ass. Yeah, he's got into that the fucking moat. He hits him with that drive-by single leg drop kick. And fucking everything explodes and everything's on fire. And from the rest of this movie forward, yeah. literally everything's on fire and everything that happens is completely surrounded by fire. Nate. And it all looks so awesome and so dangerous. Am I nuts? Or was that a lot of fire? It was a lot of fire. Guys are coming through and they're on fire and they're just fighting guys on yeah. fire. Uh, they're eventually, like, there's too many of them though, so yeah. like they're surrounded. And then who shows up? But main guy with the big bat wings and the skull on his helmet. Yeah, and he's like, you know what? We could take you out right now, but I want to do a one-on-one fight with the Beastmaster and see who's got it where it counts. Yeah, and you're like, oh my god, we've already established that that's. That guy? We saw him at the beginning. He killed the Beastmaster's entire village. Now it's time for the Beastmaster to get revenge. He's probably the man who killed his father. That's a good So then he like has this like retractable four blade axe switchblade thing that he pulls out. That also has a chain that can be swung around with a handle. There's a lot of cool shit happening with his weapon. Him and the Beastmaster start fighting. Mm -hmm. And when I say fighting, you have to realize this is fighting in fire. Just a lot of a fire. A lot of fire. Every in the middle of fire. Every every other yeah. thing that happens in this fucking movie. There's just it's fire. In fire. So they're going back it's and not, forth. Doesn't look very controlled either. No, at all. Axes and swords, fire. Dar cuts one of the bat wings off the dude's helmet. Yep. Then he gets mad and starts swinging his axe thing around and around. Uh-huh. It gets stuck in like the bridge behind him. Round and Yep. And then Dar just does like a single leg takedown kind of and just spears this guy directly into his own axe, stabbing it into his back. Pretty much. Yeah. Fucking takes him down like amateur wrestling style. I like that the guy is just like, I'm going to use my body then to pull the blade out of the wood since mm-hmm. it's stuck in me instead. Which, which he does. He's very strong and very big. Smart but then move. Dar pulls out a trick we didn't know he had. Yeah. A jumping slow-mo kung fu kick to the head. Yeah, which I think is what he, he does, does it twice. Fucking take this guy yeah, out. I don't know. Takes that guy out, so he's dead. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's still too many bad guys, though. So they're still fucked. They're still yeah. completely surrounded. These guys are now, even though Dark got that moment to have that fight with the yeah. the bad guy, just for our, it is for our sake. Let's be honest. Well, like this is for us, the viewer. Guys are casually like crawling out of the fire pit at this point. That's right. Half on fire, and it's like, but still just killing people. I don't know, man. That was a pretty huge no. explosion. It was literally the biggest, ex- and this is like liquefied tar or whatever. This yeah. is just napalm. This isn't going out. This is just like this is continuing to burn. You're 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 being melted into goo. Is I what's had a real hard Everyone time. Should have been melted into goo. Anyone survived that? Nope. They show up and they're like, "Uh, we got you surrounded. We're still gonna kill you." Yeah. Wait. Is that an eagle cry? <laughs> 
skin wizards show up and yeah. they're like, hey, we heard you were fucking with our homie who likes birds. We like birds too. Don't worry. We're going to use our foreskin to dock with these S&M leather daddies. hugging all these guys and dissolving them into bones and fucking glowing green goo. And that's all she wrote. Yeah. Main skin creature guy and Dar give each other a knowing nod. And they're like, yep, we're homies. We're even now. From that first time when, when we I met and almost freed that really man you had hostage. I don't know. Either way, thanks, bro. Are you good guys? Or are you bad guys? Everybody's uh, cheering, and it's like, yay, we won no the day. One, no one was cheering. They're all just like, this is really uneasy. Can we go back inside? Well, inside, everybody's okay, cheering. Right, inside yeah. the walls, everybody's fucking cheering. But we still got a big question here. The boy's been shot. The king is dead. Who's going to rule? Oh, Who's going to rule God. this new kingdom? Uh, Seth rips the arrow out of the young boy's chest. Oh, that's good. They all are like, this is sad. And then the very next scene, Dar's just sitting there and Seth walks up and he's like, boy's fine. Don't worry. He's not going to be able to use his left arm for a while, but he's alive. All right. Dar's like, all right. He'll get hand jobs from his cousin, Kiri, until then. I guess that's that then. Uh, I'll just gather up my petting zoo and skip town. Yeah. Seth's like, I think probably you should be king. You were supposed to be king, right? Nah, he's Dar's like, like mm-hmm. nah, exotic Joe's got to travel mall to mall yeah. with these animals. I'm going to I'm gonna level with you. I'm or kind Joe of a weirdo exotic. and yeah. kind of a pervert. You're literally better off with a 12-year-old being your king. Yeah. I got fucking hot guy shit to do. Right. See you later. So he just walks out of town. Kiri, like, runs to the to the gates and is watching. Does a leave. real half-assed job, like, wait, wait. Oh, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, you, you left already. What's going on here? You, you guys are already. kissing cousins. Like, you're not even going to say goodbye? Right. This seems like a very down way to uh, end the movie. Oh, before he left, though, the, uh, the Beastmaster gave Seth a present to give to the mm, new king. That's true. Which he does, and he gives it to the little boy, and the little boy's like, what's this fucking thing? Oh, it's the fucking glaive. Cool, I'm going to be throwing this thing yeah. around, killing all kinds of dudes. So then uh, Beastmaster walks alone through, like, probably 10 miles of desert. I walk for miles inside this yeah. pit of danger. And then he turns around. I walk alone. To realize that. Curious. Oh, I'm not alone. Been there the whole time. She's basically been walking like three feet behind me, it seems like. Even though they're in a wide open desert. So the Simi Valley. They start smooching on top of this rock. Beautiful. This big rock in the yeah. desert. We see into his little bag and we see that Poto has babies. What? So I was like, I thought Poto and Kodo were just like mischievous friends. Uh, they no. were fucking that old yeah, time? In that Kodo bag. and Poto were fucking? They were humping in, in that, that bag, bag the whole, whole time? time. On I his hip. No fuck, you on his dirty hip. little fucking ferrets. What kind of weird shit is Dar into where weird he's shit. like, yeah, get it on on my hip. But then the last fucking scene is just these little ferrets uh, hanging out while these two Literal cousins make out and just, it's a helicopter shot. It's just a helicopter shot circling this rock in the middle of the desert. The ferret sticks its face to the tiger's face and yeah, you get real uncomfortable. Like, oh, is that tiger going to eat that? Yeah, at least in this take, he didn't, I know they went through 30 some ferrets. At least, at least in this take, one didn't die. I like that they roll to the credits as they try to do that big crane shot off of the uh, rock yeah, to be like, right. oh, oh look, this is all around. beautiful. That's a, full, that's a full helicopter. We got a chopper for this. They stop it way early because that tiger's like, I'm just going to fucking <laughs> lay down and lick my nuts on yeah, this rock. Shoot a fucking fire hose of piss. Yeah. Just like 
run away like, and you attack can tell, something. Like, <laughs> that that tiger gets ready to like lay down. He did such and a you're good like, job. Yeah, he's going like, to do a thing. Making taking four seconds of it looking like the tiger was doing what they wanted and piecing them together throughout yeah. this entire movie to uh. make like a coherent ish. Just like yeah, it seems like the tiger's trained and do what we wanted to. Yeah, I was kind of impressed with that. Uh. I was kind of impressed that the movie had the balls to end with two cousins making out on a rock. You know, yeah. it's a weird movie from start to finish and yeah. it stuck to its guns. We'll judge it here in a minute. Yeah. Uh, first, let's take a break and we'll hear some coming attractions. And then Beastmaster is going to enter Judgment Day. And we tell you how whackable the film is. <laughs> At the far end of the universe, there is a planet ruled by a being of utter evil. And there is only one man who dares challenge him. They are locked in a battle to the death. A battle that will take them across the heavens. Stop him! A battle that will finally be fought. I want them to get down and brought to me! Across the face. Of Earth. I think I'm gonna need some backup. Can you show us the way? Of course. No. Somebody help me! distant galaxy, they have come to Earth. Dolph Lundgren as He-Man, Frank Langella as Skeletor. Only they have the powers to be. Masters of the Universe, live the adventure. Ten years ago, a machine from the future was sent to kill Sarah Connor. Failed. I'll be back. But this time, there are two. One programmed to destroy, the other to protect. Hasta la vista, baby. Arnold Schwarzenegger. Terminator 2. Judgment Day. Rated R. Starts Wednesday, July 3rd at a theater near you. Party over, oops, out of time, or is it? No, it's out of time. It's getting okay. late, and you've got to get up in the morning. So let's get yeah. into Judgment Day. Did it do? When we go out to the internet to see what you, the people, had to say about the film we're watching. The fucking morons. Get a couple of five Ninja Star reviews from people who love this thing. A couple of one Ninja Star reviews from people who hated its fucking ass. Fucking morons. We read them. We digest them. And then we give our final judgments. Yeah. Matt, my yes. first one ninja star review okay. is a weird one. For this movie? From an weird. Amazon customer named Technologist. Sure. Mm-hmm. Technologist says, I have to laugh because I agree with the mini posts of this being a great boyish movie when you were in your teens. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. You got to see Tanya's boobs yeah, you and did. her not-so-girlish tush. 
What? Granted, she had great-looking eyes and a great bust, but her figure was more boyish than a girl. What was I thinking back then? I did get a chance to meet him in NYC convention a few years after him? this movie. What? Wait, what? One female fan asked him about a rough sex scene in another movie, and you knew by his answer they had sex on the set. He was trying to be respectful of his co-star's privacy, but everyone knew. Looking at this now, all these years later, you know Tanya only got this for her Playboy spread. Why so on confused. earth they had a pictorial on a woman who didn't have the figure is beyond me. But camera angels mean everything in photography and can hide or enhance parts. The acting and dialogue was choppy. It did not come across as acting, more like intimidated by the camera or unsure of one's ability. Which is surprising, because Mark was very personable and comfortable in front of an audience at the convention. Tane as pretty a face and boobs as she has was no actress back then. Uh huh. Other than that, she fell flat on her face, I've too. I figured this out. The only Go star ahead, at that man. time was John Amos and Rip Torn, and neither one lived up to their skills in this movie. So if you are not a hormonal teenager, this is a waste of time. As an adult, you cringe that you ever liked it. One ninja star from Amazon customer, technologist. I see right through the fine print there. You know who that is? Who's that, Matt? That's Demi Moore's Big Black Beaver. Ah, uh, she's a little jealous. She, she didn't wrote get the that. role. Her, her vagina Boyish wrote, tush. Her full black bush wrote that fucking review. Surprise the keyboard didn't get lost in there before it was able to hit send. Well, you know. Talking about. Okay, this one's short and to the points. This is a one ninja star review from a letterbox user named Steven Vandervoist. 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 His one ninja star review is simply, the black guy needs to steer the boat while the white guy's making out? One ninja star. That's heavy. It's a good point. Yeah. Good point. John Amos a little underused in this yeah. film, I'd say. Yeah. Could have done more. Uh, we got a couple five-bullet reviews here. This first one is a five an Indian star review from an IMDb user named Buckeyes. And the S is a Z at the end. It's okay. Buckeyes. All right. Buckeyes says, After reading several negative comments and seeing the rating, I had to respond. <gasps> if I believed everything that I read... I would have missed a great movie. I can't believe a movie like Seven gets high ratings. Right. And a great classic like The Beastmaster gets so low of a rating. Yeah. Who are these people giving the ratings? (laughs) Other IMDb users. You. You, my guy. This was such a great movie simply because it's a beautiful epic. Epic like adventure and Mm. definitely rewatchable. Yeah. The Beastmaster is one of the best for its genre of warriors and sorcerers films, and few have been successful in the attempt. I.e., Sword and Sorcerer looked very low budget. You're the Hunter from the Future was not enjoying at all. Mm-mm. The direction and acting were, quite frankly, superb, and the storyline was engaging. Mm. I would rank this film high alongside with Conan and Krull. Definitely among the top adventure slash action films. 10 out of 10 easily. 
Five Ninja Stars from Buckeyes. Long story short, if you like the implication of children being raped, mm. check out Beastmaster. But if you really like raping kids, oh, check yeah. out Seven. You have, to, you have to go to that Seven. Yeah. Five Ninja Stars from Amazon user Ryan G. Sullivan is how we're going to wrap up this Judgment Day right here. Oh, Rye Guy? Rye Guy says... This movie is amazing! Ooh. I would say this is a bad movie, but really I love it and think it's one of the best. The fight scenes are bad, the jokes aren't funny, there's women with their boobs out but with ugly faces, yeah, there's yeah. dudes in loincloths. This was my favorite movie as a kid and I still love it now. Truly a great film. Okay. Five Ninja Stars from Amazon user Ryan G. Sullivan. Mm. Knows what he likes and he likes what he knows. Yeah. Matt. Yes, sir. What do you know about the Beastmaster? All I can remember as a kid was like, that's eh, that movie with the ferrets. Mm, Why yeah. does that guy I have those, those ferrets? ferrets? Like, that's all I can ever think about. Did this movie introduce us as, yeah, just the U.S. to, uh, to ferrets? Like, and uh, all I can I think, think about. I don't think anybody knew what a ferret was before the Beastmaster came out, at can, least in this country. All I can think about it as an adult watching this film was like, so is the ferret thing in Kindergarten Cop a dig at this film? Or a dig at Conan. What's a ferret? Like, That's a ferret. There's there's something going on there. Yeah, uh, it could be. This could be movie... like I'll, I see what you were doing there, fucking Beastmaster. You're trying to rip off Conan. Actually, this only came out like a couple months after Conan. They were independently produced. Well, still by by the same Italian family. Conan. They were throwing a lot of fucking panel Conan... van murals at the wall and seeing which one was going to stick. Conan the Destroyer came out later, though. You know. That's true. Like, yeah, very much so. So this movie, though, boy, it it does a lot of things just terribly. What? Terribly. Like what? Like most of the story, uh, I don't really understand a lot of things. You just kind of you end up places in this movie, yeah, for the sake of ending up places where cool things happen. But Nate, mm-hmm. this movie does a lot of things right. Oh, that's good to hear. It doesn't explain where it goes. It doesn't need you just to. end up there? Yeah. And it's Don't got worry about titties. It, fucking dork. And it's got people killing people. Mm-hmm. And it's got children. Superpowers and magic animal friends right. and things everybody loves. This is one of the worst movies that you can probably see, but I cannot go any lower than three bullets on account of how great of a movie it Hell is. Oh yeah. It hits all the stupid kid shit you want to see. And it still holds up the stupid shit that's fun and the stupid stuff that's awful still awful. I, it's just three. I can't. I just can't do anything other than three. It's enjoyable. God three glaives for Meadow. I'd go higher if you could shave 15 minutes off. Okay. Fucking you're speaking my language now because I can't help but put these up against the Conan movies. Sure. And, and compare them. And this is just as pulpy and fun as Conan the Destroyer. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it looks better than that, and it yeah. maybe nearly looks as good as Conan the Barbarian. There's 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 some cool camera work in here. There's a lot of cool production. Close they to spent a lot of money, so the acting is certainly no more choppy in this than it is in the Conan movies. There's a couple good people in this one. Mm-hmm. I think this is better than the Conan movies, and it's got adorable pets. I also think this is a three glaive fucking movie right here. It's yeah. it's Conan but better. 
Right. It's not as boring as the first Conan. No. Nope. It's just as goofy as the second Conan, but not as bad as it. Yeah. If you could split the difference between the two Conans, you get the Beastmaster. I really honestly believe if you could have got this movie down to like an hour and a half, yeah. hour 40, Once, I'd be saying four. Once the wizard dies and it keeps going, it sucks, which also sucks because all that cool fire shit happens like yeah. before that. So you just flip flop them, I think, and the pacing's better. You yeah. have the big fire fight and then the wizard dies very quickly after it. And yeah. Then you roll fucking credits. Are you also amazed that this movie hasn't been like remade or optioned yet? Yeah, actually, that's. I know that there is like a made for TV third sequel that was made in like yeah. 96 or yeah. something like wait like old Mark Singer's like nearing 50 or whatever yeah. now and I've never seen it but you know I'd kind of like to check it out yeah uh-huh. Dig a little deeper. Dig a little deeper. Uh, we're going to be digging a little bit deeper into the adventure genre next week when we come back for man. our final big uh, oiled up man with Fuck. a sword film. We're going to be oh. talking about... Oh, we're taking a trip to Do Eternia. It. Yes! Via 1980s I Earth. Have the power. And a chicken shack. We're going to be talking about Courtney Cox mm. and the Friends reunion. Even if we're just dancing in We're going to be talking about Courtney Cox in Masters of the Universe, the Dolph Lundgren live action. Come back. Fucking, it's going to be a celebration, bitches. And remember what Frank Langella tells you, kids. Stay single. It's a long road when you're on your own. And it's... When they tear your dreams apart And every new town Just seems to bring you down Trying to find peace of mind Can break your heart It's a Use a friend.